The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, good Saturday afternoon and welcome to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show for week number four of the 2022 high school football season. I'm Lynn Harvey along with Phil Bengel. Missing the crew today is Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, and Tom Kennedy. They are off on assignment. This afternoon we are live at First Federal Lakewood Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening around Cincinnati on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com and the Sacred Heart Radio app. This afternoon for week number four, it's the 3-0 Elder Panthers taking on the reigning state champion, 3-0 Lakewood St. Edward Eagles. Last week, Elder fell behind 20-7, but outlasted Springboro 21-20 as Luke Flowers rushed for 114 yards and two touchdowns. Elder and Lakewood St. Ed's have met 18 previous times, with St. Ed's leading the series 11-7. Last season, the Eagles cruised to a 48-14 win at the pit. The Eagles come in after beating Cherry Creek in a tough one, 13-9, to go to 3-0. They're coached by Tom Lombardo in his eighth season with a total of 79 wins in that time, over 14 losses, including the playoffs with state championship wins in 2015, 2018, and last year. Now, Phil, always a tough game as St. Ed's uh, anywhere, but playing them on the road here, looking to go to 4-0. Yeah, coming up here is always a, a tough trip. It, it's just different. It, it's for some of the guys, it's their first long bus trip. But when you come up here, you know you're, you're playing a, a very good team in St. Ed's. It's it's been a battle whether we've been here at Lakewood Stadium or, or Highland High School or at Baldwin Wallace. You know, we've been a couple different places up here playing them, and, and every time they've just been absolutely fantastic football games. The Panthers looking to to get uh, maybe a a little redemption from last week uh, and see what they can bring as they as they come travel up here to Cleveland. Yeah, the uh, and right now looking, uh, the last Elder win was 15-9 to nine over uh, back in 2016. So we're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back with Coach uh, Ramsey and uh, we'll go through all of that. And you're listening to the Mercy Health and Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health, head team physician for Elder High School. Every athlete dreams of competing at the highest level, but getting there can be hard, and injuries can slow down even the best players. For injuries, from the simple to complex, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can provide timely evaluations, treatment plans, and a comprehensive return-to-play program. We are available nearby no matter where you live in the greater Cincinnati area. Mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your west side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... 
buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the Mercy Health and Orthopedic pregame show. I'm Len Harvey. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey and Coach Fell behind 20-7 to last week but found a way to win against a tough Springboro team. Yeah, you know, it was we... We'll be honest. We we weren't at our best, but but they 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 were a solid team. You know, they their quarterback was a really good player, and then they had that that transfer running back who started playing full time, made a little bit of difference for them, and then allowed them to move a, a running back to receiver. You know, and gave him another threat there. And then defensively, they just they did they did a pretty good job. You know, we had a first first drive was great. You know, and then after that, we kind of struggled till the beginning of the, 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 the second half, and then we had two good drives there. But then again, we couldn't we couldn't finish. You know, after that, so it was one of those. You know, up and down games, and I think it was the same thing for our defense. Our defense was good, and then had a little lull, and then and then and then finished pretty well. Yeah, a couple of keys, uh, a couple of fourth down stops too. There was like three, three in the game. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, it was both ways. You know, they stopped us three times on fourth down. We stopped them three times on fourth down. So yeah, those are big plays on defense. We had to stop that, and you know, but that's our thing. We've got to be able to convert on you know fourth fourth and ones. We we've got. We've got guys that can block. There's no, there's no reason that uh, that we shouldn't be able to finish a, you know, a, a fourth down playoff. Well, speaking of block, at least the running game was good again. 227 yards on the ground. You got to be pleased with that. Yeah, you know, now's the thing. We won the games, and we we, we got to keep working on on running the ball. You know, it's funny. I just talked to one of their coaches, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys are running the ball so much better than you have been," and that's, you know, that that, that helps a ton. It puts pressure on on defense. It doesn't allow them to play as much coverage and. And you know, so uh, so yeah, it's it's it, that's that's obviously or no doubt a big key for us. You talked earlier about the defense. One of the good parts is that you know you gave up some yards, but at the end when you really needed it, they played well. Yeah, we did. We um, you know they you, you think about it, they had the one one eighty yard play. You know, besides that, it it, it, it wasn't. You know, you know, they're two touchdowns. Yards. You made them work, and 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 honestly, we because we went forward on first down, or on fourth downs, we gave them some good field position. So I thought overall the defense wasn't wasn't bad at all. Yeah, now special teams continues to play well. You saw last week with the missed extra point. You guys were were you know everything's perfect with the with the special teams. Yeah, we we, we were good. You know, we had we kick off all the kicks just won the end zone. We had good punts. Um, you know, make our PAT. So, yeah, those are the kind of things I said. If, if we can do those things, you know, you don't make mistakes in special teams, and it, it helps your game so much. And what's the the difference prep, pre, preparing for a Saturday game versus a Friday? There's not a whole lot. It's just, you know, we, we, we actually gave the kids Monday off and then treated Tuesday as Monday and so on and so forth. So I, I think it gave us a chance, the guys, to step away for, for a day that they don't normally have off, um, enjoy a little bit of time. And, and it kind of worked out that it was Labor Day as well. So, um, you know, then they didn't have to go to school. So hopefully that's uh, that, that's something that, that, that gets them, you know, rejuvenate, rejuvenate and ready to roll again. Uh, seeing Lakewood St. Ed's again, you know, last year was a tough game. Uh, what, what should we look for for tonight? Well, they're a typical uh, St. Ed's team, and they're really good. They've, uh, they're big, um, physical. Uh, they've got a lot of good skilled players. Uh, offensively, they're – they want to run the ball, but they've got a, they got a receiver uh, number one. He plays both sides of the ball. He plays a little bit of defense as well. He's he can run now. He's a, he's a jet. So uh, 
So we've got to keep him contained. Can't let him get behind us. And you know, and defensively, you know, as usual, they've got some some uh, studs on the D line at linebacker. Uh, so you know, for, to run the ball, it it'll be it'll be a challenge. But you know, obviously, we've got it. We've got to try to establish a run game just to keep them honest in the pass rush. So keys for today. It looks like a great weather day. It's the it's going to be a little cooler. It should be good. Yeah, beautiful day. But uh, keys, you know, like I said, we we got to better run the ball a little bit. And and and, in, and like last week, no 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 big plays. You know, make them, you know, work to score. That's you know the the two games that they were in. They 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 barely won last week against a really good team from Colorado, and then first game against uh, Toledo Central Catholic. Those those teams didn't give up any big plays, and they made them drive the field. You know, we, we can't let this game be, you know, in the 30s and 40s. This has got to be a game that's in the 20s, and then and then we've got a really good chance. And health-wise, how's everybody doing? Pretty good. We're, we, 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 you know, first week that we, we played games and, and, and didn't have any injuries, so that's a positive. Definitely a positive. Well, thanks, Coach, and good luck. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian-Schoester-Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. This is Deacon Mark Machuga, congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. The year 1922. 
The median annual income, just over $3,200. A loaf of bread, five cents. A dozen eggs, 35 cents. A new car, about a thousand bucks. And a brand new home, about $6,000. Al Jolson was dominating on the radio. Goodbye. The New York Giants beat the New York Yankees in the World Series. The World Series is on the air. The Lincoln Memorial was dedicated in Washington, D.C., and Elder High School opened its doors for the first time. A lot has changed over the 100 years since. Among the more recent, we pledged to change the way we treat each other. The Civil Rights Act of 1964. We changed the way we travel. For the first time. A man has flown an airplane faster than the speed of God. We changed our reach beyond this planet. We changed the way we communicate. And we are calling it iPhone. We changed the way we watch TV. But one thing has not changed in all that time. Boys still have to grow up to be men. And Elder High School meets that challenge still today. I'm Deacon Jim Roop, Elder Class of 1977. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Brozart Pharmacy, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com, the Urology Group, Roosters Restaurant, Joseph Toyota on Colerain, Hoting Realtors, Fuller Information Technology, Coldwell Banker, Bronze Roost, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Cooper Electric, Red Wing Shoes, Solution Shoster Smith Team at Morgan Stanley, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Cincinnati Cyclones Hockey, TicketJungle.com, and Skyline Chili. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Saturday afternoon. Welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. And welcome to the Kelsey Chevrolet Game of the Week. And live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on the Sacred Heart Radio app and around the world at Sacred Heart Radio and also at ehsports.com. Tonight, we are in Cleveland getting ready to start. The Woodway Fuels game time temperature is 82 degrees. Elder won the toss. They have elected to defer. And LaMaster will kick off going from right to left of your radio dial. And we are underway. And LaMaster will kick it through the end zone, and just like he always does. And now that's a good start for the Panthers. Yeah, and that one was definitely aided. LaMaster's kicking into the north end of Lakewood Stadium, and there's just a stiff wind just straight out. I mean, he was kicking earlier in warm-ups, and I mean, they were going through. So in the first first half, you know, definitely – you know, look for whatever team is heading into the north. They're going to be have the wind at their backs, but it is a tough wind, too. So coming out, you know, see how the passing game goes for Lakewood St. Ed. Lakewood St. Ed wearing their black jerseys with black pants today and the yellow helmet that looks like the Green Bay Packers, as always, with the E. The Elder Panthers in the white. It goes at a first down and 10 at the 20. And the give up the middle, it's going to be Marvin Bell. And Bell doesn't get much there, a couple of yards uh, there. And the Panthers, again, on defense, do a good job. Luke Paff able to bring him down for the Panthers. Bell, uh, running back, you know, really stands out on film. Uh, a big body, 5'9", 190 pounds. You know, looks more like he, he's about 200, 210. Uh, but 43 rushes, 316 yards so far this season. But, I mean, he can he's really a game changer. 
Second down, and they'll mark it right at the 19. So 11-yard, they uh, lost the yard. And now they give again to the right side, this time Marvin Bell, and he gets across the 20 to the 24-yard line, right around the 25-yard line before he's taken down. Now, Wordway Fuels provides heating oil and propane for the home or business needs. Gas grills and pool supplies are available, including parts and service. Wordway Fuels, located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Wordway Fuels, proud sponsor of this afternoon's broadcast. 11 minutes remaining in this first quarter, just underway, a second and five, third and five, rather, for St. Ed's at the 25. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. And now the quarterback keeper across the 30. He's out to the 33-yard line and an 8-yard gain and a first down for the Eagles. So you're going to get that a couple of times as Bell is going to be taking some of those handoffs going to the right and the left and put it in his belly. Once uh, Casey Bullock, the the quarterback, realizes that he has a lane because the teams are shifting, he's going to take it. And if he runs off the right side of that that Eagle offensive line, he's going to be running behind Ben Roebuck, 6'7", 315 pounds, you know, big outside. I mean, I stand next to him. He looks with cleats and stuff on Seems like he's more about six foot eight. Bullock back at his 28-yard line in a shotgun. Two wide to the left and one to the right. They give up the middle Marvin Bell. And Bell gets across the 35 and out of the 40 into the elder secondary. And he's out to the 48-yard line. A gain of 15 on first down for Lakewood St. Edwards as they continue to be able to run. Zach Gutekunst and Maddox Arnold finally clean him up downfield. But just some missed tackles. You know, that's something that, that is always big when you play uh, St. Ed's is that you have to tackle. They, they run really well. It doesn't matter. Running backs, quarterbacks, receivers, they do a great job after that initial hit. And, and that's what where they've been so successful against Elder and in the state of Ohio. First and 10 at the 48. Sullivan lines up wide to the left side. The pitch to the right, student body right to Marvin Bell. And Bell gets across the 45 to the 48-yard line. And not much more on that game. Head pharmacist John Brozart invites you to the extra special services that Compounding Pharmacy offers. Brozart Pharmacy at 45 South Miami Avenue in Cleves is nearby. And we'll give you the personal service you've been missing. Brozart Pharmacy, proud to support elder football. No gain on the play. It's a second down and 10 at the 48-yard line. Lakewood St. Ed's took the opening kickoff from the 20. They've got it at the 48-yard line, and they go with one wide to the left and three now to the right side. Shotgun with Casey Bullock. He has to his left Marvin Bell. Steps back at about his 43, and the quarterback is going to try to keep it, but nothing doing. He's tackled at the 45-yard line. The Panthers do a good job of getting to him there. Liam McKenna, one of the first ones into the backfield. Really, that was a product of a low snap. I mean, the ball was it was basically a ground ball on that snap. Bullock was trying to put it in Bell's, uh, you know, just right in his stomach and pull it out and make a quick move. But because the snap was so low, Elder got through. In the previous play, Samari Freeman and Liam Holen, same thing, busted through that line. So a lot different than what we saw last week against Springboro. Loss of three, 8.35 to go first quarter, no score. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Shotgun for Bullock back at his 37. Looks to throw. Steps up, throws. It's intercepted. Elder's got it at the 48 and still with it down to the 40-yard line. And a great job, Ben Volkerding, with the interception for the Panthers. Yeah, Volkerding just stepped up right in the middle, dropped back into coverage, and he was sitting in the middle of the field right at about the, the hash mark closest to the, the, the St. Ed, Edwards sideline and just stepped up and made the play. I mean, you saw it when that ball left his hands. There were two white jerseys there, and it, you, you figured it was either going to be batted down, but Volkerney makes a huge play. So Elder comes out of the gates, holds St. Ed's on their first possession, gets him to turn the ball over, and now has great field position. 
two wide receivers for the Panthers on the right, going from right to left of your radio dial, one to the left side. Shotgun formation for the Panthers. They set up. They go wide to the right with Justin Ray, and now it's Schuster to throw, and it's complete to Ray. 30, he's out to the 25, to the 20. He's down to the 17-yard line, and a first down for the Panthers. Going real quick with Justin Ray, just running him again, letting him make that little inside move and then run up the hash, hash like we saw a couple of times last week against Springboro, and then let him use his speed, and that's exactly what happened. The guys, uh, St. Ed's defense, just reaching, and you can't grab that speed. First and 10, the Panthers, they'll mark it at the 18-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side. 7.55 to go here in the opening quarter. No score. Panthers are driving in the red zone. Schuster, shotgun, looking. He's going to run it. He runs it inside the 15, and he's out to about the 11-yard line. A gain of seven for Ben Schuster. Coming up with, with some big plays down the field or on that tackle, uh, Michael Kilbane was the defense alignment coming off the top of that pile for St. Ed's, but really they fooled them on. They went wide. They ran a quick motion, and then Schuster, good draw, something they tried to establish last week and struggled with against Springboro. So maybe if they can get that passing game going, that draw is going to be open to continue to open open that offense up. Second down and four at the 12. Two wide receivers setting up. It's going to be a direct snap to Luke Flowers inside the 10. He's to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Luke Flowers and a 6 nothing Elder Panther lead. I mean, that right there completely, really, Elder kind of went pedal to the metal on this drive. Got plays in quick. Went very fast. Didn't let St. Ed's think about what was happening. And then on that last play with Flowers in the back foot, you could see some guys' heads kind of turning as to what's going on. And Elder's able to strike first, so they take that Ben Volkerding interception and turn it into points. 7.06 remaining in the first quarter. The Panthers looking to add to a 6-0 lead. LaMaster will kick the extra point. It's up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 7.06 to play in the opening quarter, it's Elder 7. Lakewood St. Ed's nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our Elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Let's try take two on this one as LeMaster will look to add the extra point as they had to re-kick it. So we'll get the snap again, and uh, LeMaster with Auten Reeve to hold. Panthers have a 6-0 lead, looking to add this extra point, and now we get a timeout. The officials looking to the sideline. I, I don't – well, I th- – I think what it is is that they're looking over at the – I don't know if they're they're looking over to the student section because they think they hear something in there or what. I'm not – like, I can't – we can't hear up here. But that's where they keep pointing, like, that somebody has a noisemaker or something. But, I, I mean – You don't usually see that. Well, we'll try figure it out. We'll try it again. Here's the snap. Autenry puts it down, and the kick is up, and this one is good. So we'll try it again. 7.06 remaining in the opening quarter. Elder 7. And Lakewood St. Ed's nothing on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. 
The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to Lakewood St. Edwards where the Panthers get an interception by Volkerding at the 822 mark. And then Luke Flowers caps it off with an eight-yard touchdown run. The Panthers have a 7 nothing league. Great start to the uh, first quarter for the Panthers. Yeah, they, they're able to take that interception and make it points, which is such a big part of, of the game. I mean, if, if you get turnovers, they don't really amount to much if you don't turn them into points on the board. So the Panthers able to strike first right out of the gate and get that because it did seem like St. Saint, Saint Ed's was, was starting to hit their, their stride. So LeMaster's kit will kick this one. It's going straight yeah, right. through again <laughs> to with the that uprights. wind. It went through the uprights. Yeah. I mean, he's got that wind yeah. at his back. So that was huge just to be able to stop this this powerful offense that seemed like they were really starting to, to move the football, and then they take the wind out of their sails, and let now they have to start back at the 20 and see what they can do. Yeah, turnovers will kill you. That's uh, that's definitely the case. And Casey Bullock, uh, he wants that throw back. And Bulkerding got the interception. And now it's a first and ten for Lakewood St. Edwards at the 20-yard line. From left to right they go. One wide receiver to the left side and two to the right side. Bullock and now the give up the middle. It's going to be Marvin Bell. And Bell, uh, Bell gets to about right about the 20-yard line. So not much doing for him. Kelsey Chevrolet is your West Side full service Chevy dealership proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Now Kelsey Chevrolet lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. 6.42 remaining here in the opening quarter. Elder with a 7-0 lead. Lakewood St. Ed's has a second down and eight. The ball spotted at the 22-yard line. They line up with Mason off to the left side, inside receiver and one of the Left side of him. And now it's the quarterback looking to throw. Bullock down the field, looking down and throwing over through. He had uh, Grady Lentz and uh, good coverage by the Panthers, and that was Jake Priestley. Yeah, Jake Priestley, good job on that play, just being step for step with him. And he tried to throw that ball where only his receiver could get it about five yards too long. He said, Len, on that last play, Joshua Dugan was able to wrap up Bell. And then Fort Kent came and cleaned it up. And that's the type of tackling it's going to take to, to beat Bell and the St. Ed's today is it's got to be the first guy's got to get there, wrap him up, and then clean him up. Because he's, a, like we said, he's a good runner. And that was great, great tackling what you talk about. And this is a big third down for the Panthers. Third and eight at the 22-yard line. 6.19 to go in the quarter. 7 nothing Panthers. And Bullock looking to throw. Steps up, throws down the field. Intercepted again right around the 44-yard line. And the Panthers... Get the interception. This time it's going to be number 15, and that's going to be Mr. That's Charlie Jolly Mormon. Mormon. Does a good job again. So two interceptions now for the Panthers. Volkerding and Mormon, and the Panthers will get the ball and have another chance at putting in some points. And that was just a quick pass, an overthrown type pass. I mean, it went into an area that really probably would, would any other time would fall incomplete, but Mormon makes a diving grab for it and comes up with it. So the Panthers, almost similar field position as last time, 
you know, on this one. So fantastic opportunity for Elder. 44-yard line is where they have it, a first and 10 for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun Schoester back at his 48, steps and throws. It's complete across to Carson Brown, and inside the 35, he gets to about the 33-yard line. So Carson Brown gets a chance in the action. Yeah, last week Carson Brown dressed in his first game and was just in for blocking situations, and this week now he, he's back as split out. You know, I think last year they kind of ran him at some tight end. This year splitting him out. He was out week one with, with a, a banged-up shoulder, uh, but nice to have him outside, big, tall target out there at about six foot eight. So he gives you another option when he's lined up where we got Justin Ray with that speed, too. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Shotgun with a first and ten at the 33. Arton Reeve goes in motion and now looking as Schuster throws. It's a screen to Flowers, complete 30, 25-yard line where he's taken down there, and the Panthers get about eight yards on that one. So last week, Elder's offensive line at times, some people would say, man, what what are they doing? You know, they can't get into a groove. They can't get moving. Right now, they, they're looking really good. I mean, they're, they're doing a good job getting a hat on a hat, but following their assignments, you know, getting on their tracks, kind of reading guys, getting to the second level. So out of the gates, Elder's offensive line looks like the prep this week from that Springboro game, watching that film has really paid off. Second down and two from the 25, 5.05 remaining in the first. It's going to be a direct snap to get into Flowers. Flowers, this time, they do, don't get much. Flowers is going to be tackled at the 28-yard line, and they will lose a couple on that one after uh, the, the direct snap previously led to the touchdown. That one, they weren't fooled. Yeah, and on that one, it was Wyatt Gideon who, who made the play, and he is their leading tackler for for the Eagles. Uh, I mean, he's he's a guy that it just did a great job on that play of just locking out on his end, and Flowers had really nowhere to go on the outside, and he tried to bounce it but couldn't get it. Third down and three. The ball spotted at the 26. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Elder with a 7 nothing lead, 425 and counting in the first. Schoester gets the direct snap. He's going to go inside the 20. He's out to the 17-yard line, a gain of about nine yards, and that is a first down for the Elder Panthers. Ottenry with some good blocking on that play to help break Schoester. The Eagles came in with a, a, a corner blitz. They tried to bring in Cam Drury, who timed it up, but he was heading basically as if Schoester was going to drop back. So when Schoester went forward, I mean, he was too far back. He was he was negated on the play himself. So Elder gets another first down. And, and Len, this Elder offense, complete different oh. looks than, than Springboro. Looks like week one. First down and 10. The ball spotted at the 18-yard line. Flowers in the backfield to the left side of Schoester. Schoester gets the snap, pitches it to Flowers inside the 20. He's down to the 15-yard line before he was taken down by number 99, Andrew Haas. And Panthers get another good game. Just a two-hour drive away is the beautiful Kentucky Red River Gorge. And visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals to plan your perfect getaway. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals has almost every imaginable accommodation. Cabins, campgrounds, a resort lodge, and much more. Visit RedRiverGorgeCabinRentals.com. Second down and seven for the Elder Panthers trying to score off another turnover. They got a Charlie Mormon interception. Earlier, Volkerding interception led to an eight-yard Luke Flowers touchdown. And the Panthers have a 7-0 lead. They have a second down right around the 15-yard line. Uh, two wide receivers to the right side. Shotgun is Schoester. And they're going to have a flag down, a little movement. And I think they're going to move it against the Panthers. So the Panthers will go back five yards. Portions of tonight's Elder game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith, and Jacob Lindsay of the Lucian-Schoester-Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati. 
offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner, practitioner, and Jacob Lindsay, financial advisor at Morgan Family, currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. It'll be a second and a dozen back at the 20-yard line now for the Panthers. Flowers lines up as a wide receiver to the right with Justin Ray. They've got three to the right, one to the left, including uh, Carson Brown. The look to the left, and it's going to be Mark Ottenreeve complete inside the 20 to the 15, now to the 11-yard line, a gain of nine. It'll be a third down coming up, but Mark Ottenreeve gets a, a good gain there. He was able to run run over, same as Kennedy. Came up, tried to make the play, the six-foot, 190-pound defensive back for the Eagles. Ottenreeve just puts his shoulder down, so he gets a good gain, but it's still going to be a, a third down that the Panthers are going to have to work for. Third down and about four. They spot it at the 12-yard line. They line up to the right side with Carson Brown. Uh, it's going to be Justin Ray and actually Schoester to the right. It's Luke Flowers in the backfield. He's got Ottenreeve in front of him. He's going to run it with the direct snap inside the 10, and he gets to about the 8-yard line, which will be enough for a first down. Let's see where they mark it, Phil. It should be enough. He needed four. Yeah, I think I think it's right about the eight-yard line, so that should be a first down for the yeah. Panthers. First and goal. Yeah, he got about the night. You know, you have the the soccer field lined out here too, so I was paying attention to you know soccer lines and looking at some of the different stuff there. Yeah. To, so you, it almost felt like the uh, first down marker on TV. <laughs> it's a it's a first down and goal. The ball spotted at the eight yard line. They line up with Mark uh, with Otten Reeb to the right with Luke, and they go right side with Drew Murphy now. Luke Flowers to the left side of Schuster. Two wide receivers to the left on a first and goal from the eighth. There's going to be Schuster. Schuster looking pitches it and it it is incomplete and almost that was a little dangerous. It was almost intercepted. Well, Ben Schuster. Ben Schuster basically took that, and that was supposed to be like a shovel pass through, and the problem was is basically he was looking at a, a team picture uh, of St. Edward's defensive line. I mean, they were all right in front of him. He didn't have a chance. So it'll be a second down and goal. The ball spotted at the 8-yard line. Minute 18 to go in the opening quarter. The Panthers have a 7-0 lead. Luke Flowers scored an 8-yard touchdown run after an interception by Volkerding. Now Charlie Mormon gets another interception, and the Panthers have a, first, a second down and goal. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun for Schoester. He's got Luke Flowers to his right side. The snap to Schoester, the throw to Flowers, incomplete. He was looking ahead. It was to the left side of him, and uh, if he had thrown it to the right side, it probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah, Flowers is looking over his right shoulder for that pass. He thought it was going to come over there, but Schoester got the ball out, and, and it, it got to the, like you said, Len, it was to the front of his body, so Flowers had to turn and just wasn't able to make that catch. Just came out too quick, so Third and goal here for the Panthers. Now, the ben, again, LeMasters can put this one in if, if they need to kick on the next next uh, down. So you're not worried about, well, we need to pick up and he's get here. Plus, with that wind, so really yeah. this is a nice chance. You know, take a shot, see if you can get it. If not, you're going to walk away with three. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right on the third and goal at the eight. Shotgun Schuster looking, throws. It's complete to Ottenreeve inside the ten. And he gets, uh, and let's see, they get him. Right around the eight-yard line, and I think it's a fumble. Yep. Inside yeah. The thing that's going to be St. Edward ball. And that's what you didn't want. You you wanted to come away with points, but a fumble by Luke Flowers, and the Panthers get nothing on that drive, and that was a, a first and goal at the eight. Yeah, Luke Ottenreeve just came across on that one and, and trying to run just a, a little little receiver screen. St. Ed's, St. Ed's, the problem was St. Ed's defense had sniffed that one out. 
very, very well. So that hit, he couldn't even tuck the ball away. So now St. Ed's benefits from the turnover, and let's see if they can march down the field. They'd have to go 92 yards at the first and 10 at their own 8-yard line. Setting up his Bullock. Bullock gives it off to the right side to Bell. Bell across the 10. He's out to the 13-yard line. And a gain of about five on first down for Lakewood St. Edwards with 57 seconds and counting left in the opening quarter. Elder with a 7-0 lead. Two turnovers for Lakewood St. Edwards. Volkerding gets an interception. And uh, Mormon for Elder. And then Luke Flowers a fumble. Three wide receivers to the left. And now the give up the middle again across the 20. He's out to the 22-yard line. Bell gets another good gain. He went over someone yeah. that time. Yeah, Cam Morgan tried to catch him, and that's, that's you know, if you're going to try to catch Bell, I mean, you might as well just step in front of a bus. Yeah. And he ran him over pretty good on that one. And Bell, this is this is what we're talking about, that offense where Elder has stopped them with those interceptions. When they've had Bell moving down the field, I mean, it's five, five seven yards each time. Even though Elder's tackling him, I mean, he just runs with a head of steam, and right there it just showed it. 7 nothing Elder Panthers. 13 seconds, and I don't think they're going to get another play before the end of the first quarter, but a very fast-paced first quarter. Three turnovers in the first quarter, two by Lakewood St. Ed's and one by Elder. And it is 7 nothing. Elder Panthers will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Why wait in endless lines at the pharmacy when Brozard Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Sacred Heart Radio, can fill your prescriptions in a timely manner with high quality. Brozard Pharmacy, fast, friendly service without the wait at brosartpharmacy.com. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Quarter number two getting ready to begin. We're at First Federal Lakewood Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. The Elder Panthers on a Luke Flowers eight-yard touchdown lead St. Edwards. 7 to nothing. They had a chance. They had a first and goal at the 8, but then Luke Flowers had fumbled. Uh, so that is where we are. Lakewood St. Ed's uh, had two turnovers in the first half, in the first quarter, rather. Yeah, and then coming into this, Bullock only had thrown one interception. So that that's, you know, two of them there, uh, obviously knocking up that stat for him. But since then, Ed's has kind of gone back to putting the ball on the ground. And they'll have a first and 10 at the 22-yard line. They line up to the right side, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper. And he gets to about the 24-yard line, a gain of two on first down. Ron Roost's Restaurant and Pub, a West Side landmark for over 60 years. They're proud to support elder football besides the city's best fried chicken. The Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, and more. Ron's Roost, it's clucking good on Bridgetown Road. It's a second and eight at the 24 quarterback keeper and across the 30 to the 32-yard line. And I and there's a penalty marker on the play at the end of the run. Yeah, it's going to be holding on the Eagles. Basically what happened on that play is Bullock looked to pull the ball out of Bell's, Bell's stomach and, and roll off to his left. And he looked outside, but Elder had it covered, so they covered the pitch. So he just kept it, and he had a lineman that was already downfield blocking legally. 
but you have one of these big St. Ed offensive linemen, and when I say big, I mean they are they are very big, very cut. I mean they they are big bodies. And he's going up against on that one. I think he was blocking Maddox Arnold. You know, he got down at linebacker level. Sorry, and that just he was just grabbing cloth. Maddox's jersey is still wrinkled from it. Second and eleven. The ball at the twenty-one yard line. And Bullock shotgun looking to throw. He steps back at his eleven, and he throws to the sideline. It is complete to Lentz off to the right side across the thirty-yard line, and a first down for Lakewood St. Ed. And that's a good one for him to kind of get back into that rhythm, get his confidence in his passing game. And that was a great throw, great protection from the offensive line. First and 10 at the 33. They quickly get up there. Three wide receivers to the left. And now the give to Bell to the right side. And he gets around to about the 34-yard line. Maybe uh, not much more than that. And Bell uh, getting stopped on that one. Good job by the Panthers. Zach Gutekens and company on that one. Yeah, it's good push there. Uh, guys just getting up and making plays against Bell. Again, like we talked about, you got to gang tackle him. So if you want to keep him from getting that five to seven yards, somebody's got to meet him and somebody else has got to help to finish that tackle. Second and eight from the 35-yard line. Lakewood St. Ed's lining up with one wide receiver to the left side, and that's going to be Brian Sullivan. Three wide receivers now make that four to the right. And they go shotgun, and it's, it's Bullock. He's back to throw at his own 30, and he throws it down the field, and it is incomplete. Charlie Mormon almost thought about another interception there, but it was overthrown. Yeah, Charlie Mormon really had a chance to go get it. I mean, Brian Sullivan, he had to put a hand in his back to, to try to, to move him, create some separation. So it was just a really uh, uh, just a great, great coverage by both guys, you know, on that play, just being right there and going up and trying to make a play on that one. But that ball sailed a little bit. So St. Ed's looking at a third down. Yeah, you, you get the turnover, you, you don't want to all of a sudden have to punt this football uh, after that. You want to do what Elder did and is able to maybe tie this football game up or at least keep your drive alive. Third and eight. Ball spotted at the 35, 10-25 to go second quarter. 7 nothing Panthers. Shotgun for Bullock. He's got five wide. Three to the left and two to the right. Setting up shotgun. Bullock steps back at his 25. Throws down the field, and it is complete to the tight end at the 38-yard line, and it's Mathis and a great uh, male, rather, Drew Mayle, uh, number 88, with the reception there, uh, and he got a first down inside the Elder 39-yard line. And Drew Mayle coming into this football game, one catch. One catch, and it was a three-yard catch. That was a big, big, big stat booster. The give to uh, to the rights of quarterback keeper inside the 30 right around the 36-yard line, a uh, gain of about three as they quickly get up to the line again. And that's another one of those those quarterback reads, something similar that Springboro did, actually. Yeah. So you wonder if, you know, they share that same thing on the tape. So right now, currently, uh, Samari Freeman coming off the field. So we do have a, a uh, just a quick stoppage of play here, and Colton, uh, Colton Ginn will come in as his replacement at, uh, at nose. Second and seven from the 36-yard line. Three wide receivers to the left side. Bullock at his 30, at his 41-yard line will do a shotgun on the second and seven from the 36. Quarterback keeper inside the 35, and he gets to about the 33-yard line before he's taken down by Josh Dugan. Yeah, Liam Holen was the first one to grab his jersey in the backfield. He didn't get him, but he held him up enough, and then there came there came Joshua Dugan to make that play. And you can really tell from up here, I don't know, but down the field, but you could tell that play was going right because the, the left side of the offense line was getting ready to go, and they almost had their inside foots back ready to move uh, on that one. Not much hiding it. 
Second down and four. The ball spotted at the 33. It's third and four, rather. Three wide receivers to the left side, one to the right side. Shotgun is Bullock. Bullock steps back and now looks to throw and throws. It's complete down to the to Lentz, and Lentz gets it inside the 25 to the 24-yard line, a gain of eight, and it's enough for a, a St. Edwards first down. They started at their own eight-yard line on this drive after the fumble by Luke Flowers. Henry Summers helps to make that tackle on that play, but St. Ed's offense really rolling right now. First and ten at the 24, two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Bullock now with a give to Bell. Bell inside the 20, and he's out to the 16-yard line before he is taken down there. But the uh, another, and they quickly get back to the line again. Bell almost escaped a, pa- a weak path tackle. Second down and three for Lakewood St. Edwards. The ball at the 17. They give again to Bell inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. A gain of four, and that is enough for another first down, I believe. Yes, another first down. For Lakewood St. Edwards, Elder with a 7-0 lead, but Lakewood St. Edwards has gone from the eight, their own eight all the way down to the Elder Panther 13-yard line. Luke Path made the tackle again on that play to kind of run down. That time he had a better wrap-up. So when I said the last time a weak tackle, it was like sliding down him, and luckily Bell got tripped up. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Shotgun looking as Bullock in the end zone. It is incomplete. It was intended for Mason, but it was overthrown. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in Elder Football, 513-751-1662. That's the Underground Sports Shop. 7.48 remaining in the second quarter. Elder with a 7-0 lead. Lakewood St. Edwards has taken a turnover from their own eight. And they're at a second down at 13 at the Elder 13-yard line. Two odd receivers off to the left and one to the right side. Shotgun for Bullock. Bullock looks to throw. He's rolling to his left side. Looking in the end zone. Looking and he's going to be tackled back. Volkerding got him at the 24-yard line. And Bell had had a good pickup for a second of Volkerding, and I think he thought that that Bullock was going to throw that football, and he kind of released his block, and Volkerding got off to make the big, big sack on that play for for a large loss, which takes, again, the St. Ed's offense that was, was really moving that football, putting it in Bell's belly, goes goes the, the throwing game pretty successful. Right there, Elder really had it covered well, and now this is a big third down. To, to pick up some yards to even make that field goal maybe a little bit easier. Third and 20 from the 23. Two wide receivers to the right. And they set up now. The give is to left side to Bell. Bell inside the 20 to the 15. And he's out at the, about the 11-yard line. Panthers do a, a good job getting him out of bounds there. Yeah, Maddox Arnold finally runs him out of bounds. So it's going to be fourth down here. So you're going to see St. Ed's punting you, or I'm sorry, field goal unit come out on, on to, out here right now. And that's it's, uh it uh, looks like should be Ben Lavelle. Looks like they're going to have was that Flo- oh yeah Ben Lavelle with uh, Florida to hold. Yeah, he's got one. He's he's got one made kick this year, one field goal, thirty-one yards, successful so far this season. This is a twenty-nine-yard attempt. They're going to snap it right on the twenty, and the kick is up, and this one with the right foot is good. So with six sixteen remaining in the second quarter, it's Elder seven, and. Lakewood St. Edwards 3. We'll take a time out of the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Business owners, did your computer support company sell out on you? Is your support team now in Virginia or Arizona? How are they going to fix things from there? Well, they can't. That's why you need local support from Fuller Information Technology. Work with real people locally who can provide solid network technology with the latest cyber protection. And that means more uptime for your business. Contact Eldergrad Tom Waltner at Fuller Information Technology on the web at fullerinfotech.com. Welcome back to First Federal Lakewood Stadium. And the Elder Panthers have a 7-3 lead, but a 29-yard field goal by Lakewood St. Edwards after the turnover. But a big sack by Volkerding, otherwise that could have been 7. Yeah, and that, that was a huge play because they were scrambling, and Elder's defense did a great job of covering the routes, and receivers really didn't give themselves anywhere to go. They almost all ran to the back of the end zone, so there was nowhere for them to, you know, to, to run a break, break away on a route or anything. And that just was a big play for the Panthers. And you, you know with this win that the Elders going to be starting this drive probably at the 20. Yeah, with, a, with the kickoff now, Lavelle will look to put this one in the end zone, but doesn't. Gets it about the one-yard line, around the 10 to the 15, out to the 20-yard line, and now to the 25-yard line. The Panthers get, uh, as it Ryan Brass looked like, got the uh, return there for the Panthers. Yeah, didn't really get a whole foot on that kick. I mean, it was kind of a... A little bit of a, a knuckleball heading off to the left side and didn't really get the benefit from the wind, but Brass is able to bring it up. Uh, you know, a little bit better field position than a yeah. touchback there to get it out to about the 26. Yeah, 26 yard line. The Panthers will have it. 6.09 remaining in this second quarter. Elder with a 7 3 lead. Lining up from left to right in their white jerseys, the white pants, the purple on the side, and the white helmets. Shotgun for Schuster back at his 20-yard line on this first 10 from the 26. And now they give up the middle to Flowers, and Flowers gets across the 25 to around the 28-yard line. I like that they went right back to Flowers after the fumble, right right away. As Seamus Kennedy came up with the tackle for for the, the Eagles on that one. But Elder's offense, I think that, you know, I'd like to see them maybe get the ball in the air a little bit because St. Ed's is starting to stack up the inside and really bite on that run. So let's see if the Panthers look to air that, that out a bit. Three wide receivers to the left side, two to the right side, and a second and eight at the 28-yard line. Reeb and Flowers go in motion, and now setting up an empty backfield is Schuster. And Schuster is going to run for his life on this one, and he's going to be tackled around the 26-yard line. So a loss of two uh, for the Panthers. Yeah, really running that play right about the middle of the field. Your you're only two receivers are out on the sides with, with Collins and... and Ray running routes over by the left, over by the sideline for the Panthers. So it wasn't much for Schuster to get on that one if he wanted to throw that ball or, you know, the draw wasn't really there. So third down now after a, a little bit of a stoppage by the Elder defense, but Elder has, has failed to, to move this football really here. Third and 10 from the 26-yard line, 450 remaining in the second quarter. One wide receiver to the left side. Now they've got two to the right side, shotgun for Schuster back at his 18. Rolling, throwing to the sideline. It is incomplete, intended for Justin Ray, and the Panthers will need to pump this one away. Great pursuit by the Eagle defensive line. 
just big push up front by multiple guys that made Schuster feel uncomfortable and get that ball to bound. So Elder's going to be punting this one now. Remember, that is a – I know I keep mentioning it, but it is a very strong win. So if Ben Collins can get a rugby-style punt here and get underneath it, it should be fine. But if it hangs in the air, it's coming right back. Setting up Collins back at his 13-yard line. Now rolling, rolling, looking, and now going to kick it off uh, right around the – it got to the 40 – Five, let's see. It might even be before that. They're mocking it so off walking. around the 50. Yeah. It's going to be right at midfield is where this kick goes. So not a great punt for Collins. And now good field position right at midfield for Lakewood St. Ed's with a 7-3 to three lead the Elder Panthers have. But right now Lakewood St. Ed's is a first and 10 at their own, at right around midfield at the 50-yard line. So the game itself, you know, Len, you talk, there, there, there have been turnovers by both teams. Elder hasn't been able to capitalize on both of theirs as they turned it right back over. St. Ed's only gets three out of it, but Ed's looks here to take this great field position and their offense and see if they can punch one in and take the lead. First and ten, they give it off to the right side. It's going to be Gribble and across the 50 to the 45, and he's out into Elder territory at the 43-yard line, but he gets stacked up there uh, right around uh, with a gain of about five. Joshua Dugan going to be one of the guys coming off of that pile for the Panthers along with Luke Paff making the play, but not after, like you said, Gribble just took off around the side. And that's the thing. They got a two-headed running attack. Uh, even though Bell is your main guy, they can put Gribble in there and get him. He's got some speed, not as many carries, but he can still do do some damage. They're going to mark him at uh, right around the 42, so it's a second and two. Two odd receivers to the right. And they go in motion. There's going to be an end around across to Brian, who can fly, and he's inside the 40 to the 37-yard line. A gain of five, and that's a first down for Lakewood St. Ed's. Yeah, that's Kai, Kai and Mason came around and made that that run there. And on the the sheet, you know, stat-wise, five of 26 on his rushes. But St. Ed's trying some different stuff. While the whole time this series, Bell has been on the sideline. First and 10 at the 37-yard line. One wide receiver to the right, two now to the left side. 3.20 remaining in the second quarter. 7-3 to three Elder. Shotgun for Bullock. Bullock looking to throw, rolling to his right. Still rolling to his right, and they're going to have him run it down the field. Incomplete down the sidelines, but he was running for his life. Good play. The Panthers do a good job, and Luke Paff was catching him. Yeah, took off right away, broke through, and just kept going, going, going until there was nowhere else to throw that football. But, you know, like we said, Len, go back. Hey, Bell's been on the sideline for this series. And, you know, it's, it's probably designed to do that, but they haven't had the same push and, and attack. They did pick up their first down, but they've tried to go to the air a couple times and been unsuccessful. Three wide receivers now to the right side for Lakewood St. Ed's, one to the left. Shotgun. He's got Gribble in the backfield to the right side, Bullock does. And Bullock at his 43. Shotgun formation. Calling out the play, now stops for a second and gets ready to do it again. And now the give to Gribble. Gribble is going to get to the 35-yard line, a gain of two. It'll be third down coming up, I believe, or actually yeah, right around third down. Ben third Vol- eight. Ben Volkerdine with the tackle for the Panthers. And this gives Elder an opportunity. If they can get a stop here and, and make St. Ed's decide if they're going to punt that football, what they're going to do, and get the ball back. Elder will, you know, receive this ball at the beginning of the second half, and as we get to that, under that three-minute mark, 
you know, this looks like a, a very manageable task for the Panthers. They can get this stop here. Third and eight from the 35. Shotgun setting up. Now looking to throw is Bullock. Bullock looks, steps up, throws down the field into the end zone. Incomplete. It was intended for Brian Sullivan, but incomplete, and there are no flags. It'll be fourth down coming up for Lakewood St. Ed's. Excellent coverage downfield. Several guys in on that play. Uh, making a coverage, Luke Fortcamp down there, Jake Priestley, and guys just really working through and staying with their guy. That's been the biggest thing. When Elder's been successful in their pass coverage, it's when they've been in man coverage. When they've been in that zone coverage, St. Ed's has been able to find their spots, but it is fourth down, and they're going for they it. They are, fourth and eight at the 35, 226 remaining in this second quarter. Seven to three, Elder. Shotgun for Bullock. Two wide receivers to his right side. He's got Gribble to his left. Looking to the sidelines and now sets up to call the play, looking to see if Elder would jump off and now steps back, and he's just going to punt this one to the right side, and it's going to go right into the end zone. So the Panthers will get it first and 10 at the 20. That's probably not what he wanted to do. No, I think they actually, what they had was a receiver who was sprinting downfield to see if he could get that poor got there. But again, very hard to make those those chip punts with this big wind, and I think the ball just carried a little bit. I was wondering if they would actually take a delay a game and see if they get backed up, and then you could then you'd have plenty of room. Well, the Panthers will get the football back first and ten at the twenty yard line, two nineteen to play here in the second quarter. Your health has always been a top priority to Parsons Mercy Health. Lucky for our student athletes, they don't have to go far to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jeffrey Fitz is always close by to provide personalized care, and Doctor uh, Team Physician Matt Bosom is just a phone call away. Mercy Health is a proud sponsor of high school sports on the Elder Panther Radio Network. Setting up now, it's going to be Schuster across the 20, and he's out to around the 24-yard line, a gain of four for Schuster. The clock continues to run with 2.08 to play here in the second quarter. 7-3, though, Panthers, an entertaining first half. Yeah, I think Elder take their time here in coming up here and looking at it, and actually right now we're going to have uh, St. Ed's is going to take a timeout. We will take a quick timeout. You're listening to the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's 7 to 3. Elder. Elder is more than just the pit on Friday nights. It's 100 years of education, family, and community. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health, and as a 1993 Elder graduate, I'm particularly proud to be head team physician for the Panthers. I'm also proud to serve Cincinnati in the community that I grew up in and still call home. For all your sports medicine needs, Mercy Health is available to serve you. Or on the web at mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999, 513-347-9999. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at hemlockhillsresortcabinrentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Second down and six at the 24-yard line for the Panthers. Three wide receivers to the left side, 202 remaining in the second, 7-3. And the, it's going to be a direct snap to Luke Flowers, and Flowers gets across the 25, but not much more than that. So a gain of a yard. It'll be third down coming up. That it, that worked a little bit in the first quarter, but it has not worked the last couple of times. And St. Edwards uses, Edward uses another timeout uh, here to stop the clock, hoping that they can get a stop here on third down and get the ball back. Uh, with from maybe a short punt or whatnot and be able to work the, the, uh, this probably minute, 
I'd say minute and a half if they can get a yeah. stop here. Yeah, so they would see would, if they can take a strike and, and change the script. Well, the the good news is if if the Panthers can get a first down here, they get the ball first in the second half. They can hold uh, St. Edwards here. They lead it seven to three. They get the ball first in the second half. Yeah, St. Edwards done a done a good job of this clock management right now, but it doesn't matter if Elder gets that first down. Cooper Electric is proud to support Elder football, reliable service, and prompt quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for your home or business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. And stay tuned after the game for the Cooper Electric star of the game, where Phil and I vote on that. A minute 55 left here in the second quarter, and we will have coming up at the halftime report with the Red River Gorge uh, halftime report. Uh, it'll be uh, just some scores we'll do from yesterday and uh, some if we have any Saturday scores, courtesy of the Caldwell Banker scoreboard. But the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report, it'll be coming up with a minute 55 to go here in the second quarter. 7-3, to three, Elder with a third and four now at the 26-yard line. Panthers from left to right. They've got three wide receivers. Now make that two to the right side and now one to the left side. Shotgun for Schuster. He's back at his 20. Now gets the snap, looking to run, and he gets nothing doing right around the 24-yard line. So it'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers, and they will be forced to punt this one away. Minute 50 as this timeout comes in. So this works out perfectly for St. Ed's. Be able to get that ball back. Now, you know, they'll be working in the position that they're going to have, you know, be without their timeout. So they're not going to be able to to work anything. Going to have to work those sidelines really hard and get that ball but it's all going to come down to, my opinion, is if Ben Collins can get a foot on it. I watched him in warm-ups. He did get a rugby-style kick that was low, and it got some distance. That last one, a little too high. I mean, it's really got to cut through uh, a, a little low on this. So let's see what happens. On the last kick, he came out and running to the side. They really weren't covering it hard. No. They were dropping back. So, I, he, you know, he might push the envelope here a little bit and see what happens and, and kick it at the last time. But he was one-on-one, and you get one blocker out there, and maybe, I mean, this we're only talking about four yards. So St. Ed's better be ready for that too. It'll be a fourth and four from the 26, a minute 50 to go, second quarter. Mason back for Lakewood St. Edwards at the 30, his own 39-yard line. Collins at the 12. We'll get ready to take this snap. He's over on the other side of the field. And now he rolls to the right, the other side. And it's a short kick. A lie off the oh. side of his foot. And Lakewood St. Ed's is going to have the football at the Elder 30. What they did is they knew that he was going to run to his right. So Edge came and pushed on the left side of that line, on the, right, on the left side of the Panther line, and came at him quick so that he couldn't. He felt like he was going to get that kick blocked. Even though no one was coming directly at him, he didn't feel like he had the sideline like he did last time. But this works out great. I mean, this this is almost I too mean, perfect. This, yeah. this is perfect for St. Ed's. First and 10 at the Elder 31-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Casey Bullock has Marvin Bell back in the game. The fake to Bell. Looks to throw. He's got a lot of time. Now he's rolling, throwing down the field. Complete. Incomplete. It was in and out of the hands of Mason who had it, thought he was going to run in the end zone, and just didn't didn't put his hands around He it. couldn't make the catch, but I, I thought that, that actually at first, I thought he had Sullivan downfield. I <laughs> thought he had Sullivan on the numbers, and I thought he was going to hit him, and he went to step up in the pocket, and he pump faked. And then here came Mason across, so I'm not sure why he didn't hit Sullivan on the initial look unless he 
wasn't looking for it. Second down and 10. The ball spotted at the 31. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. A minute 36 remaining in the second quarter. 7-3 Elder Panthers with the lead. Lakewood St. Ed's now looking to throw his bullock. He throws to the other side, and it's complete this time to Mason. And Mason gets to the 26-yard line, a gain of five. It'll be third down and five as the clock will run with a minute 24 and counting. They got it at the 25. It is a third down and four. Three wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Shotgun for Bullock. He's back at his 31. Rolls to the right. Going to run it. And he gets tackled immediately right around the 27-yard line. Jake Priestel got a big tackle there. Yeah, both the plays they haven't been able to get out of bounds on, on them. So, you know, Jake Priestley making a, making a great tackle, keeping him in bounds, keeping the clock running. We're now under a minute. 53 seconds on a fourth and six from the 27. Three wide receivers to the left. Shotgun now. Bullock back at his 31. Looks to throw. Steps and throws and is incomplete. It was knocked down, I believe. I think it was uh, Josh Dugan got his hand on it. Yeah, they did a great job getting a tip. So now St. Ed's is going to come out with their kicking unit and still, you, know, you got to watch here. At the, or, I'm sorry, that was fourth down. Yeah. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> it went so quick. I, I, saw the, I saw the marker still said fourth for a second. And I think Elder's defense was a little slow coming off the field. But right there, Elder, here, here's where the problem started is on the play with Mason. When they went to throw the ball to the sideline, they wanted to get him out, but they threw the ball. It was too high of a pass. So he had to go jump, and he had to make one of those, you know, real long one-legged reaches, and he just fell in bounds. And so they couldn't stop the clock there. Then the next one, Bullock had an opportunity to just get out of bounds, but he tried to pick up a a meaningless yard, and it made that clock continue to run. So those are the things they're going to talk about at halftime. You know, that you, you, you got to take advantage of those situations. Panthers set up a first and 10 at the 27-yard line. Quarterback keeper across the 25 to the 27-yard line is Ben Schoester with 35 seconds. But they're not in any hurry here because the Panthers will get the ball first at the uh, second half start in the third quarter. So they are just going to be content taking a 7-3 lead to the locker room. Yeah, I mean, I think they're not going to run. They're not going to do anything here. Uh, and they're just standing over there on the sideline waiting for this thing to, to check out with 15 seconds. I think they're going to ha- Elder's going to have to yeah. take a timeout. And let's see. Are they, well, nope. nope. They're all good. That's it. That, good. that is the end of the second quarter, and we are at halftime. With the score, the Elder Panthers 7 and Lakewood St. Edwards 3. We'll take a timeout, and we will come back, and we will have your halftime report coming up next on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team. Hey, Panther fans, the doctors of the West Side Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. 
If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our West Side office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit SacredHeartRadio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. It's time for the Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. Well, they are on assignment tonight. It's Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Welcome back to the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report. And the Elder Panthers score... Uh, they, they scored first after uh, Volkerding, an interception at the 822 mark of the first quarter, and it led to a Luke Flowers eight-yard touchdown run to make it 7 to nothing. The Panthers were rolling there at 7.06 to go. Then another interception by Bullock as Charlie Mormon got the interception at the 614 mark. The Panthers then went down the field and had a first and goal at the eight-yard line but could not capitalize as Luke Flowers had fumbled and no points for the Elder Panthers. They still led seven to nothing with a minute eight to go in the first quarter uh but then second quarter and uh, after uh it was lakewood st edwards with a 29 yard field goal uh to make it uh after the drive after the fumble by flowers they get three points on that could not uh, capitalize because of a volkerting sack uh 11 yard sack right around the 720 mark and the panthers uh go to the locker room seven to three with the lead a very good first uh, first half for both teams in terms of just a quick first half, but the Panthers get what they want. Talking to Coach before the game, Phil, uh, he talked about keeping this game to a low-scoring game was the way they were going to win. When you look at this game on paper and you looked at the size of, of St. Ed's and just what they brought to the table, it was definitely an intimidating look. And coming off of what you saw last week uh, up in Springboro, it, it seemed like a, a big task for the Panthers. It's still a big task, but Elders answered it so far. They've done a good job of keeping guys in check. They, they've had a couple of key turnovers, which sometimes that's what you need to, to get momentum on the road. You know, coming off the bus, sometimes you can feel a little stale and it's hard to get in. And you get a couple of interceptions like that, a couple of turnovers, and all of a sudden you're, you're grooving. And, and that's where what Elder's been able to do right now. Now, both teams are going to go to the locker room and start making some adjustments about some different things. And, and we'll see which team really comes up with the best scheme in the second half. Uh, and what they want to stick to, you know, if, if I'm St. Ed's, I, I look to maybe seeing if we can establish Bell again and really force Elder's defense to come in and then get those one-on-ones on the outside and make Elder maybe play a little zone, get some of those completed passes that they had before. I think Elder has just got to continue to do a great job up front 
uh, of getting their blocks. They got to continue to 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 win that running game. That last drive or two, it's been a little bit slower. They haven't been moving the ball as well, so they got to get that back. And that's something that they'll talk about at half and about who they want to key in on and block and thing and things like that. The last time the Elder Panthers beat Lakewood St. Edwards back in 2016, they won 15 to nine. Uh, Elder, this is the first time that the Panthers have played here since 2009. That was back uh, at when it was first Federal Lakewood Stadium. And the last year, unfortunately, the uh, Panthers uh, lost at home. And it was four, well, at least 42 to 14, uh, 48 to 14 last year. And uh, Lakewood San Juan's wound up winning uh, the state title. But this is a big game for the Panthers, Phil, because if you look at it at 3-0, and you know, you, you, you come away with a win against uh, – last week at Springboro, which that was a tough game. They're down 20-7. to They get the win, which if they had lost that game, then this becomes even more important. But right now, if they they can uh, they can manage a win here to go 4-0 and come home to, uh, you know, Louisville St. Ed's next week, that's a big, that's a big, you know, start to the season. Right. And you look at the Elder's schedule coming into this, Covington Catholic, Pickering Central, Springboro, and now here at St. Ed's, and to come out with that kind of a record again, knowing who was on your on your uh, your schedule, and Springboro having a great season right out of the gates, Pick Central always being dominant, Cath the same way. That that also speaks well to maybe some some predictions that people could have had. Maybe this is what people weren't expecting right. of Elder uh, in that regard. We've talked about that with the defense. Now you know they do have polls out right now in Elder and. And St. Ed's are at the top of the, those polls currently in the state. But, you know, right now it's, it's week four, and those things are going to change pretty heavily throughout the, the rest of the year. So not too focused on, on where you're at there, more focused on where you're going to be in your region and who you're going to be playing in the playoffs. And all that starts now because as you start getting points and beating teams, so like if Elder is able to walk out of here with a win, this is going to be a big point game. You know, for the Panthers, because St. Ed's is going to win a lot of games the rest of the season, and really just the exact opposite. If St. Ed's is able to flip this thing around, they know Elder is going to be a, a real, a real cow for them, and so that's just one of those things that this is those games. This is why you play those games. Uh, you know why the good teams will make these these trips and play each other in what some some people might be intimidated to go do. But it's a game that you take a risk, and it might pay off. It might pay off big for you and put you in a really nice spot or position uh, to do. And I think it's another opportunity. You know, one of the ways I always look at it from a coaching perspective, if you're going to win a state title, you're going to have to beat St. Ed's or or a St. Ed's. So why not play them in season and find out where you're at and at least even two. Let the kids know where we're at. Let the let those guys know. It's like now it's like well we got to work harder or we're pretty good but we know they're going to be better when we meet them again and we're going to have to keep improving. So I think it's a great way to measure where you're at playing these really tough opponents in the state of Ohio. Well, it's the 19th time they've played together, Phil. So they keep doing it. They're going to keep going back every year. Uh, they only had uh, the issue with 2020, you know. But it's great that. These teams uh, play each other. As you mentioned, uh, Lakewood St. Ed leads the, the series 11-7, to but the Panthers have a 7-3 lead. We're at halftime. We're going to come back 
and we're going to go over some of the scores that happened yesterday and see if we can get any uh, games that are going on today on the Coldwell Banker scoreboard, but we'll keep everybody up to date. It's the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report, and we'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. <gasps> Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. <laughs> And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 247-365-513-271-5000. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. This is Deacon Mark Machuga, congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. We'll go through some of the scores that happened. If you case you missed it, that was from last night. We'll go through on the Caldwell Banker scoreboard. St. X was a winner over Mishawaka a Penn, uh, in Indiana, 35-10 to 10, uh, last night. So St. X is now 2-2. Two and two. LaSalle fell to Louisville Trinity, 31-10 to 10, uh, yesterday uh, on the Friday night games. And last Saturday, Moeller beat East Central 43 to 14 and uh, looking at the standings elder coming in at three and oh muller at three and oh lasalle and st x at two and two so that's in uh, the gcl there was other games around on the call banker scoreboard mason with a big win over colerain 32 to six that's a that's a big win for them and i think colerain is still hasn't won a game yet i think yeah. no I think it's it really that position so i think that's yeah, kind look, of a surprise coming into this season uh, you know, to not see them on the top of the leaderboard of that. Yeah, uh, 0-4 and 0-3 and in the GMC. Yeah, of the GMC. Mason is 3-1. and one. Uh, Fairfield over Sycamore, 41 to nothing. Fairfield overcame a, uh, a slow start, but then they scored 27 second-quarter points. They went 41 to nothing over Sycamore. Princeton beat Hamilton 26 to nothing. It was uh, a good game there for Princeton. Lakota West uh, over Oak Hills, 31 to nothing, and Lakota West just keeps... Uh, Riding along, and they keep doing a good job. They're 4-0 now, 3-0 in the GMC. Uh, meanwhile, 2-2 uh, two and two for uh, Oak Hills. They uh, had it. So looking at those games, Lakota East with a win over Middletown, 
to 13 as they uh, they blocked Middletown's game-tying extra point with one second left in regulation last night. In case you missed that, Lakota East with a win over Middletown, 14-13. to 13. In the Eastern Cincinnati Conference, Milford uh, with an exciting win over Anderson, 48 to 47. Got to like those type of games. Yeah, just just a, a lot of points up there. And I know they did a, a big article about that. And uh, you know, Tom Grippa was interviewed. You know, Mike Dyer today. So I mean, that's that's a big win. I think Milford uh, has one of their best records in, in several years, starting out four and zero. So you know, talking about just what success they could do this year already. Just thinking about that in the week four. Kings a big win over Loveland, 55 to 12 in that uh, game. And let's see if we got Lebanon with a little win over Little Miami, 41 to nothing as they continue to win. West Claremont over Walnut Hills, 28 to 7. And uh, Winton Woods beat Turpin, 46 to 6. So a lot of uh, teams getting in the action last night. And, uh, and you know, we talked about Louisville Trinity beating LaSalle last night, 31 to 10. And you, you look at uh, Muller's going to have to play this Lakewood, uh, this uh, St. Edward team. Right, and they're going to be playing them. It'll be the last, the second last week of the season. Week, uh, you know, going into week nine for them. And but they'll come. St. Ed's is coming down to Cincinnati in that one. But you know, you look at what happened in the GCL last night. You look at those records. I mean, we know it. We've been around long enough, and everybody else who watches GCL, once they go into into league play, all that those records, you know. Don't don't really matter. I know that's such a cliche and that, but it, it's really true. I mean, think about last year. Moeller comes into the pit, and, and that's a game that I think Moeller thought they were going to come into the pit and just kind of, you know, take take it the elder and beat them. And Moeller walks out of there with a loss. You know, they didn't think they were going to be in that position. So it, 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 the league can be. It, it really doesn't matter what you've done up to that success because those games, they're, they're such rivalry games. The atmospheres are electric, and it really does affect it. And it's really why, you know, the GCL South is one of those leagues that everybody talks about in, in Ohio of just having that power. And then don't forget, too, most of those teams in that league will go go play, you know, any, just about anybody anywhere, anytime. You know, that, so it just, it just depends on, on what's happening. Well, we're going to take a break on the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report. We're going to come back. We'll go through the stats for this game. The Elder Panthers with a 7-3 lead over St. Edward, the Eagles, tonight. So we'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Why wait in endless lines at the pharmacy when Brozard Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Sacred Heart Radio, can fill your prescriptions in a timely manner with high quality. Brozard Pharmacy, fast, friendly service without the wait. 513-941-0428. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather, on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. 
Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Welcome back to the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report. And uh, Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. We are in Cleveland, Ohio at First Federal Lakewood Stadium. And uh, right now looking at the stats for the first half, you know, Lakewood St. Edwards had eight first downs to Elder's five. Elder has the 7-3 to three lead, though, Phil. And looking at the rushing, Panthers just 46 yards on the ground, uh, 93 meanwhile for the Eagles. And uh, that, uh, you know, the yards per rush are pretty close, 4.4 to 4.2. So right there. Uh, passing, you know, it's interesting. Five of 14, uh, not that great. Two interceptions. You would, you know, Bullock normally has a better game than this. Uh, I'm sure he's going to get better in the second half. Two interceptions. The Panthers get an interception by Ben Volkerding. And uh, also for Charlie Mormon, the elder with the turnover with, their only turnover was a fumble by Luke Flowers. Yeah, and those turnovers are what is really the, the talk of this game. I mean, that's that's where the points have been coming from, but that's where Elder's been able to – they were able to turn it real quick on the St. Ed's and, and push them up against the wall. So the Panthers now will have that opportunity to take that, that, that moment and now receive this football to start to half and, and maybe extend their lead. But, Len, like you said, the stat sheet – Rushing, rushing yards for the Panthers and, and passing yards, you know, with bare, barely getting up to that 50-yard uh, mark. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it, they kind of slowed down. The interceptions helped to, to get them great field position, but the, their offense has slowed down a, a little bit. And 5 of 14, like you said, for St. Ed's, but you have those two interceptions that make that 5 of 14 even even worse. Yeah, and you're looking at uh, the time possession, 14 minutes for Lake, for, for St. Ed's and also for Elder for 10 minutes. But a 7-3 Elder Panther lead, and that's, uh, that's all you need. Is, uh, the Panthers will look to get the ball first in the second half, and let's see if they can get uh, some points to start because that's going to be big, getting, getting something, getting three or seven uh, to start the second half because that's going to put some pressure on the Eagles. Powerful, powerful team that the Eagles have could take advantage of a three and out and really turn this game on its head and start running the show. But if Elder's able to, to put together one of their third quarter drives and, and score, I mean, I, I, I can always think back to that drive against Pick Central. Didn't end up in points, but if you can do something like that, if you can, you can move this football, you don't have to run clock, but just move the ball down the field and then get points, get three, get a touchdown, whatever it is, you're going to put St. Ed's in a tough spot. You give them the ball back, and it's still seven to three. They're comfortable. Yep. If you're up two, if you're going to make it a two-score game, if you can, then they're going to be struggling a little bit. And you might see Bullock, uh, you know, Bullock go back to his passing, where it's a, it's a little bit, you know, kind of airing it out and looking to take chances, and that's where those in- interceptions came from. Well, we're going to come back with the second half kickoff. You've been listening to the Red River Gorge Cabin Rental Halftime Report. And we'll come back at 7-3 Elder on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your Westside expert. 
Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio. 513-401-7531. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... Buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Sports Medicine. As Elder celebrates its 100th anniversary, we are excited to continue our efforts to support Elder and its athletes in their pursuit of Altiora, the higher things. If you or your family is in need of our expertise in sports medicine, we are available on the heart of the west side on Bridgetown Road and downtown at our newest location at the FC Cincinnati Center of Excellence at TQL Stadium. Appointments are available online at mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back. Uh, We are getting ready for the start of the third quarter here. We are at First Federal Lakewood Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. Just a gorgeous Saturday afternoon for football. And uh, normally you have college football on Saturday, but today high school football, Phil Bengal. Yeah, can we get into one of these afternoon tilts up here in Cleveland? You know, just, just a little bit south of the lake coming up here. Great drive in, great traffic. You know, no traffic coming up, so it was real smooth for the Panthers able to come up and, and not really be in any of those stressful situations. And this always is is a fantastic trip. I mean, yeah. yeah, sometimes they don't go well for the Panthers, but, you know, other times you get games like this. And this game looks like it, we're going to see a lot here in the second half. Can't wait to see what changes the team's made to see who comes out on the winning side of it because both teams have a lot of talent. I mean, you look at the sidelines, you just, there's, a, there's a lot of bodies. I mean, there's a lot of guys that, that have talent, a lot of size. And these teams have abilities to make some big changes. I look to see if St. St. Ed's goes and puts it behind their big offensive line. I mean, and maybe try to take on Elder in that 3-4 front and see if they can just really push and get to the next level and get Bell to just start get something going and get them moving and get Elder wear them out a little bit. And at the same time, you know, I'm looking to see if Elder goes to what they were doing that was successful against Springboro where they started trying to get the ball to Ray, you know, yeah. running those stretches and then letting him kind of run a, a real quick stop route and throw him the football and see if he can use his speed. But then it made teams start stretching out, and then there came the run. So I, I, let's see which team makes the, the adjustments and, and which team is going to be ready to go. 
Brass will be back deep for Elder as a Lakewood as uh, St. Edwards will uh, look to kick this one off. Now, St. Ed's is wearing their uh, black jerseys with the black pants. This is the the night, the Air Jordan jerseys that they're wearing today. Yeah, we uh, got a little bit of a, we got an argument going on right now of who, what side of the field they they were going to be kicking and deferring to. St. St. Ed's went so that they would be kicking into the wind uh, initially, an elder went and lined up in what is the south end zone, and now they're flipping it. It looks like St. Ed's will be kicking into the north end zone with the wind at their back. But but I think they kicked off that way the first half, right? So, so yeah, yeah, and I think that the you know St. St. Ed's coach is trying to. Uh, he went over to the officials. They made him uh, made him change, and you could you could see the color of his face up here change to to, to be red. A little bit, just yeah. angry, like what? I, that, that that we're in the right spot. You know, you're telling yeah. these kids to move. We had them in the right spot. So, uh, but it got everything set up. So St. Ads will be kicking off into the south end zone here on, on this one, and they will set up with, uh, as mentioned, we've got uh, brass back deep for the Elder Panthers. St. Ads will get uh, Lavelle to uh, kick this one off at his own 40-yard line. They're still still talking about it. Yeah, both coaches are on the sidelines. They don't love that. Lombardo does not love that. Oh, I don't think either coach no. really likes it, and I'm not sure what the officials are doing. They're talking right here trying to figure this out, and I'm not sure what there is to figure out. Yeah, it's funny because you see Brass talking. He's pointing to the other end zone. He's talking to Ottenreeb in the back. He's got Mormon back there, too. They're all just kind of then around 7-3. to three, The Elder Panthers have the lead. If we ever get this third quarter started, the Panthers do have that lead. And uh, tickets, if you need tickets, tickets to concerts, sports, all events, locally owned and operated authentic tickets, you can go to TicketJungle.com, Riverbend, Arnoff, Heritage Bank, or any local venue, regional or nationwide, opening of the Bengals and the Steelers tomorrow. If you need tickets, go to TicketJungle.com, all professional in college sports, the fans' ultimate source for tickets, TicketJungle.com. Proud supporter of the Prep Sports Radio Network, TicketJungle.com. And we still, it, now they're gonna they're gonna move them. So this is uh, this is kind of interesting. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen this in all the years I have done football games. Well, they keep moving and and and, and Coach Lombardo keeps going out and arguing with the officials. So I'm not sure. Who's right? Who's wrong? I, I just the officials had a powwow. They talked about it. I mean, basically, if you're if you're thinking about it, I mean, they have the advantage here if they can kick this one of the end zone, yeah, and pin Elder at the twenty. You know that that's an advantage. I mean, if you're going to try to maybe look at a silver lining on it, I guess. So Ottenry will be back deep along with Mormon. They set up with Brass and. St. Ed's will kick off from right to left of your radio dial after the long wait. And now the kick, it's going to be into the end zone. So the Panthers will have it at the 20-yard line, as you as you mentioned. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954 and will give you the straight answers and the help you've been looking for with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling is proud to support Elder Football. And speaking of Elder Football, they have a 7-3 lead, getting ready to start this third quarter. Finally, the Panthers will get a first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. From left to right, they go now. 
Schuster in the backfield at the 15-yard line. Ray goes in motion. Now look, and the give to Flowers. Flowers, nothing doing. Doesn't get back, maybe to the line of scrimmage if he does that. But Lakewood St. Ed's does a good job. And the pa- as you mentioned, Phil, the Panthers are going to have to throw the football a little bit because looks like Lakewood has figured out, or St. Ed's has figured out. Yeah, Wyatt yeah. Gideon came up, made that tackle. Guys, he even called his name uh, since early in that first series. But he just caught Flowers right at the line of scrimmage. I mean, they're going to mark it as a one-yard loss. I mean, he got through and just made a big play. So Elder's got to do something to try to keep these guys honest because they've had their ears pinned back the last couple of times. Second down and 11 for the Panthers at the 19-yard line. Three wide receivers off to the right side. One now to the left. Shotgun for Schuster back at his 15. Looks to throw. He's got a rush and throws it complete. It's to Mark Ottenreeb, and he's complete to the 19, out to the 20-yard line. Again, back to the original line of scrimmage. That's all they got. And it didn't matter how well the blocking was downfield. St. Ed's Robert King was his shadow. He was Ottenreeb's shadow. He caught that ball, and he just chased him down enough and had a great angle. So another good play, and now Elder's looking at a third and ten. Not what you want. What we talked about coming out of half, you wanted to move the football, and right now it looks like Elder is in the possibility of thinking about, well, we're going to be punting, and the defense is going to have to be ready. Third and 10 from the 20-yard line, 10-38 remaining in the third quarter. 7-3 Panthers, two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Shotgun for Schuster back at his 15-yard line. Sets up, looks, looks downfield, now rolling, still with it, rolling. Off to the left side, the throw down the field, incomplete intended for Luke Ottenreeb, and it was at the 32, but it'll be fourth down, and the Panthers will have to punt it, and Collins has a couple of tough punts. The last one didn't go for many yards at all. Right, he's been fighting what we talked about, St. Ed's pinning their ears back. Last time they got a big push on the left side Elder's line to really flush him to make him feel like he had to kick that ball quick. So hopefully he gets a little bit of a better run here. Mason is back deep at his 44-yard line to retrieve this Collins punt. He's back at his eight. There's the snap, and there's the kick. It's another short kick, not as short as last time, but it's going to take an elder bounce, and it's right at the 45-yard line, their own 45-yard line. So St. Ed's will have a shorter field to start this third quarter with 10-11 to play. Bradley Eaton almost got through for St. Ed's to make the block on that one, so really lucky that that didn't take place. But nonetheless, they're, they're getting great field position here from the 45. So look to, let's see if St. Ed's goes quick uh, again like they had been where they're going to run a play, and then they're just going to keep coming, 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 coming. First and 10 at the 45. They've got two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun for Bullock. And the give is up to Bell. Bell with the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. 15, and he's out of bounds at about the 13-yard line. The Panthers almost, that almost was a touchdown. Luke Forkamp, I believe, stopped him out of bounds. And that, that again, there's the definition. That, that's hat on a hat. I, they did a great job blocking on the outside. Elder didn't have a first guy free until Bell was past the second and third levels. First and 10 at the 12. Bullock shotgun the give again across to Bell. Bell gets inside the 10 to about the 7-yard line. Uh, again, on the tackle was number 29. It was able to do it again. Luke Fortkamp. Second and five. The ball spotted at the seven-yard line. The give to the left side is Bell. Bell inside for the touchdown. Marvin Bell gets the touchdown. A 45-yard drive for Lake for St. Edwards, and they now lead it nine to seven. 
pinning this extra point. And that's what I think if you're in that locker room, that is what they said. We are going to go out and we are going to pound this football and just get Elder on skates. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, Bill, I think he didn't have a difficult run on that play. Fort Camp made two great tackles, but they're able to punch that ball in incredibly fast and take this game over. Lavelle looks to add the extra point. It is up and good. So with 9.41 left in the third quarter, it's it's St. Edwards 10 and Elder 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Why wait in endless lines at the pharmacy when Brozart Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Sacred Heart Radio, can fill your prescriptions in a timely manner with high quality. Brozart Pharmacy, fast, friendly service without the wait at brosartpharmacy.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Well, a 45-yard drive capped off by an 8-yard touchdown run by Bell, and and the St. Edward Eagles lead it 10-7 over Elder. We're at 9.41 left in the third quarter. And Elder will have their second possession of the quarter. Lavelle will go from right to left to kick this one off. Panthers set up. And this kick is going to be right at the end zone. So a a touchback for the Elder Panthers, and they'll have it at the 20-yard line. If you're feeling good and hungry, then, you know, it's skyline time. There's no better west side tradition than skyline chili before or after the game. Skyline chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue, and Dent or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. 9.41 remaining third quarter. The Panthers really need to get a drive going here because it looks like the Eagles have got the momentum right now. They had a great defensive possession the last time out. Excellent offensive possession. Elder has to had to go hopefully to the sidelines and come up with a strategy to, to beat what St. Ed's has been doing, which is just dominating the, the, the trenches. Schuster and the shotgun on the first and 10 at the 20. Looks to throw, and it's complete to Flowers, 25, and he's out to the 27-yard line. So that's a positive seven yards on first down, and we haven't seen that in a while. No, Nate Gregory makes a tackle for the Eagles to bring him down, but that's a good movement. This opens your playbook up a little bit. Instead of those second and 10s and thirds and third and 10 where, where you're a little bit more stressed, this makes it a much much more comfortable second and two. Second and two from the 28-yard line. 10-7. Eagles on top of Elder with 9-10, and we go second and two from the 28-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left, and now looking, it's going to be Schuster. He's going to run it across the 25, and he's out to the 30, and right around the 31-yard line is where he is taken down. So the Panthers get a few yards on that one. With serious supply chain issues plaguing almost everything, it's good to know the Red Wing Shoe Company still makes nearly 7,000 pairs of quality work boots every day in their plant in Red Wing, Minnesota. You will have pride in owning a pair of quality USA-made Red Wing boots. Check out Red Wing Shoes in Florence, Western Hills, or RedWingShoes.com. 8.40 to go, third quarter. Panthers have a first and 10 now at the 32-yard line. 
They set up with one wide receiver to the left side. They go Ottenreeb in motion, and Schuster is going to carry it across the 30, 35, and he's out to the 37-yard line, and this is working now, Phil. They got uh, five more yards on that one with Schuster. That's a great, great drive so far, and the thing that I like about it is Elder's just it, it's, it's methodical. It's slow. You don't have to be fast. You don't have to pick up a bunch. Just kind of get that rhythm in. This is the drive. Of what we really need to see is that one in the third quarter against Pick Central. Just move that ball down the field against a bigger unit. You're going to have some struggles, but right now it's key. Get that ball. Get it over the 50. Second and five from the 37 for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the left. Now Alton Reeve goes in motion. Two to the right. Shotgun Schuster back at his 31. Going to run it across the 35, and he's out to the 30. Seven-yard line before he's taken down there. So the Panthers, uh, that time, uh, he was pretty much, he was stacked up. Now, one thing I will comment on is the guys are starting to try to dominate up front either way, whether it's St. Ed's or Elder. In a first half, we had a holding penalty and a motion penalty. That was it. So as this game gets, gets more and more guys trying to dominate up front, Things like that. Let's see if maybe, you know, get a couple guys, the laundry might come out if they're trying to do too much. So the moral of the story is do what you did in the first half. Just just, just keep just keep your hands off. Don't be grabbing and moving and keep playing clean. Third and five from the 37 for the Elder Panthers. One wide receiver, now two to the left, and now two to the right. Shotgun Schuster at his 31, back at his 29, looking to throw, rolling, and he is going to be sacked back at the 27-yard line. Lakewood St. Edwards does a good job of getting him in there, and that was number 34 as Wyatt Gideon made the tackle. You know, St. Edwards drops four, and Elder sends three out on routes, so not able to get open. So another good start to a drive is going to end in a punt here from Collins. Fourth and 14 at the 28, Collins to punt it, and this one's a little bit better. It's going to take an Elder bounce at the 35 and still with it to the 32 where Gutekunst will down it, so the, a little bit further drive than the 45-yard drive they had last time. We had a nice end-over-end on the rugby-style kick that time. Still, though, the one thing that is concerning me is the Eagles are getting very close to getting some blocks uh, on this. So if, if it comes down to something big late in the game, they've already established that they can definitely get there. 6-19 to go third quarter, 7 10-7. St. Ed's with the lead. One wide receiver to the right side and two to the left. Shotgun for Bullock. He's back at his 25. Now to the right side, it's going to be Gribble across the 35, and he gets to the 39-yard line, a gain of seven on first down. Volkerding and Gutekunst making the tackle. And looking at this offensive line, Deontay Armstrong on the left side, 6'7", 280. Devontae Armstrong uh, to his left on the le- on the left guard, 6'5", 286. At center, Ricky Wolvert- Wolverton, 6'3", 300 pounds. Soltis at right guard, 295 and right tackle. Roebuck is coming in at 315. That's a lot of help there. Second down two from the 40. And it's Gribble, 45, and he's into elder territory at the 49-yard line. And a first down. So Josh Gribble getting in the action. And the Eagles moving the football, leading it. 10 to 7 with 5:41 to go here in the third quarter. And the big thing with that with the offensive line is these guys they are very agile too. They they move well. They do a great job of getting where they need to be. They're not like sometimes you see offensive lines like that and you see the stats and they're just big guys. They can't move. These guys can move. They'll mark it at the 50. It's going to be a first and 10. 
Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Shotgun for Bullock. Bullock back at his 45. The give to right. No, he's going to keep it himself. 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25. Gutekunst got him down to the 20-yard line. Uh, kind of stopped him, uh, but he kept going a little bit more. But it was Gutekunst who kind of got the first hit on him. Yeah, Cam Morgan finally cleans that up. But that one was Elderhead. Everybody lined up on the line. Their, out, their right side linebacker came up. Elder was kind of spread out to the left side, thinking run. They they put it in Gribble's belly, and then Bullock just went outside. Did a great job picking that up. First and ten from the 19. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Bullock looks and gives to Gribble inside the 20 to the 15 to the 11-yard line. He gains eight yards on that one, and they continue to just quickly run the football. And it's this is a different eagle team here in the second half they're really firing off the ball and just owning elders defensive line it's really hard right now for mckenna freeman and and holand to get off of their blocks they're just getting double teamed which is just making it difficult second and three from the 12 yard line for the eagles two wide left one to the right side bullock shotgun they give to gribble inside the 10 and gribble gets to about the eight yard line before he's taken down. Fuller InfoTech is still your reliable IT support team. Work with local techs that can provide solid network solutions as well as cyber protection. Elder grad Tom Waltner and his team are there to help at fullerinfotech.com. 3.55 to go third quarter. It's the Eagles on top of Elder, 10-7 to here at, in Cleveland, Ohio. Two wide receivers now to the right side for St. Ed's. They've got one to the left side. Shotgun for Bullock. Bullock lines up at about his 15. And now the give this time is going to be to Bell. Bell inside the 10, and he gets to maybe the 7-yard line, but not much more than that for the Eagles. So Bell gets a chance after Gribble was carrying a little bit of the load. It's enough to move the sticks, though, Yeah, and get them into that first and goal situation. You know, one thing that, that happened the previous play, Joshua Dugan came up and made the tackle to, to make it the third and short, and that's what the linebackers have to do. If the linemen are, are eating up the, those linemen, the linebackers have to come up and fill those gaps and, be, and, and play gap-responsible football. First and goal from the eight-yard line for the Eagles. Shotgun, and now the give the quarterback's going to keep it inside the 10 to the 5 and he's outside to the right side where he's taken down by Jake Priestel and uh, gets that one with 3.04 to play here in the third quarter 10-7 St. Ed's on top. Maddox Arnold providing some chase on that and Priestel was able to just get off his block enough to make that play but that was another one again Bullock was just escaping and Elder didn't see him because of the way that he carries out those fakes so well. Second down and uh, five. Second and goal from the five. One wide receiver to the right, two to the left. Shotgun for Bullock. To the right side, he's got he's got that man again, Bell. Bell inside the five and did not get in. He got to about the two-yard line. So the Eagles will continue to pound Bell, who scored on an eight-yard touchdown run earlier. Samari Freeman working his way down across, and it, as he starts to do that, as he starts to work his way across, and I saw a little bit up here, that's when those linemen are going to get tempted to, to grab onto that jersey. So don't, you know, don't negate a, g- a good, powerful run with a hole, but Samari Freeman's ability to, to cut across your face what will cause you to do that. Lentz off to the right side. It's a third down and goal from the three. Less than two minutes here in this third quarter. Quarterback keeper. It's going to be Bullock inside to about the two, but not much more than that. He gets taken down. Gutekunst and company on the tackle, including Ben Volkerding, and that was a big stop. 
good cuts up front by, by Holen and McKenna to try to, to slow the line down. And now we got a fourth down here, and this is going to put it in a position. They're going to mark it at about the, about the one-yard line, you know, middle of the way here. I think St. Ed's has the confidence that they should be able to push this ball in, but Elder's defense just got a pretty good stop on that last one. So let's see if they can push back here and hold hold St. Ed's out. Fourth and one. Fourth and goal from the one. One wide to the right. They've got Bell to the left side of the quarterback. And now it's going to give it to Bell going wide, and he does not get in. Does not get in. The Panthers do a good job, and I think Mormon, because he went wide. That yeah, was, he yeah. went wide. Mormon came out there first, and then Priestley came up to make the, the final hit to knock him down. And it's actually going to look like it almost was a, a little bit of a, a slight loss. So the Panthers come up strong with the defense there and, and take what looked like was going to be St. Ed's opening up this football game and Priestley with the big play. Yeah. Just saw it on the replay. Yeah. It was uh, it was great to watch it. Priestley got in and just uh, did a nice job. Yeah, just great job by the elder defense. That looked like they really had their backs up against the wall and had just been getting dominated. They were able to make two great plays on third and fourth down to get the offense back out on the so field. They need to move 99 yards, but right now they're going to line up with Luke Flowers in the backfield at the one. He's in his end zone. He gets out of the end zone and gets to about the two-yard line, maybe the three. But uh, we'll see where they mark it. But the Panthers move the ball forward with a, with less than a minute to go here in the third quarter. It's 10-7. St. Ed's on top. This is big if they can get out of here and get, get a good drive going because, you know, that really is going to take a little bit out of the wind of the sails of uh, – of St. Ed's. Well, and it's nice, too. That, I mean, it, it is. We're getting to that 45-second mark here. Or, well, now down to almost the 30-second mark. So, Otter might be able to get out of this quarter with life. Second down and seven from the four. Again, Flowers in the backfield. He's at in his end zone. They're going to get it. And they got Schuster in as well. This time, Schuster's going to give it to Flowers. And Flowers gets uh, maybe a yard. He gets across the four. But that will be... Uh, right around, let's see where they finally will mark it with 10 seconds remaining here in this third quarter, and the clock continues to run. And that looks like that's going to be the final play of the third quarter. So the Panthers will go to the other side of the field with the score. It's St. Ed's 10 and Elder 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Well, a very close game. It's uh, a low-scoring game. It is 10-7. St. Ed's on top of Elder. Elder will have the football second down and eight at their own three, but they stopped them on fourth down. 
at the one-yard line, and that was huge right before this. The Panthers led 7 to nothing, uh, but then a uh, field goal of 30 or 29 yards, and that made it 7-3 to at halftime. And uh, an eight-yard touchdown run by Bell, and that's your scoring, 10-7. to And this is exactly what Coach Ramsey was talking about when I spoke to him earlier today. We talked about a low scoring, keeping it low. You don't want to be in the 30s, and this is exactly where we are right now. Right, and the elder, off, the elder team in general, St. Ed scores there at the end of the third quarter. Your life, the wind, every whatever cliche you want to use, it's 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 gone because your momentum is, is out. You just got dominated in a quarter. But to have them have that dominating drive score and then look like it's going to come again, and then your defense holds up, that breathes life back into you. You do so, you do need to get a first down here. I absolutely. think really because the Panthers need to move this yeah, ball out. So yeah, we'll the third see. down is big. I would look for Justin Ray here, but they've also got Carson Brown off to the left side. They've got two wide receivers to the right. Shotgun. In the end zone is Schuster on a second and eight from the three, just starting the fourth quarter. It's Schuster. He's going to run it. He gets tackled back in the end zone. Uh, I don't know. They're going to give him forward progress. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so no safety there, even though uh, the Eagles are all pointing to the safety, but that is not a safety. Uh, He did get out of the end zone, and uh, that is forward progress for the Panthers. It'll be fourth down coming up. Now, this is a big play. I would imagine St. Anthony's going to bring the house here to try to get this block we'll well, see what it, yeah like we said they've been doing that and right now ben collins rugby style kick you can't really run a whole lot here no you're in the back of the end zone he's like got nowhere to go he's all the way in the way back of the end zone he's moved up a little bit on the r of the raiders here is uh of lakewood high school and elders trying to get the right guys out on the punt team they don't have the the right personnel now they got it okay so now it's uh, you got to watch for Mason, who can run. He's at his own 45, actually the elder 45. And this is going to be right around, and uh, right around the 45 is where he takes it. Mason called the fair catch at the 45, but he tried to run. So it's going to be, or at least yeah, really, the referee. There should be a flag there. If he, if he waved it and then took off running like that, because he waved his arm. If the referee's saying yeah. he waved his arm and he ran, there should be a flag on that. So that's a... Uh, that's an interesting one there because if you're not going to throw the flag on that, then he should be allowed to continue to run. Yeah, well, they're not going to call the flag, but the Eagles will have the football at the Elder 45-yard line. Last time they did, they had a 45-yard drive that ended in an 8-yard touchdown by Bell. 11.03 to go here in the fourth quarter. It's been a fast-paced game, a lot of running plays, and it's been moving along here in the Saturday afternoon. Two wide receivers off to the left side, and that's going to be Sullivan and the speedster Mason. Shotgun set up for Bullock at his 50. Now the give to the running back, Bell. Bell inside the 40. He's out to the 36-yard line, a gain of nine on first down for Marvin Bell, who's starting to get the yards now. St. Ed's offensive line, what they're doing on that one is the ball was snapped. They all went left. They all all kind of took their steps and went left and pushed. And what Bell did is then he went off the back side of the right tackle and got into that lane. That's how he picked up those nine yards. Second and one from the 36-yard line. The give again to Bell to the right. He's going inside the 35 and now to the 30. Charlie Mormon met him there. And uh, right around the 30-yard line is where they, they will take it. The real estate market can be frustrating and confusing, but having a Caldwell Banker professional guiding you every step of the way can make the process easier. Contact Caldwell Banker at cbhomes.com or 
9,400. 10.25 to go here in the fourth quarter. St. Ed's has a 10-7 lead. They're looking to add to that. They've got it at the elder 30. Two wide receivers off to the left side. With Mason setting up along with Brian Sullivan. Now the give to the right side. No, it's quarterback keeper. Inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. But the elder Panthers do a good job of, of sniffing that one out. Joshua Dugan, Jake Priestley getting in on a stop for the Panthers, and, and Bullock there just decided to keep that one. They're giving it to Gribble on the outside. Probably wouldn't have gotten much more of a gain on that one. But as we, we look at this, as they're, they're coming in and, and lining up, you know, you got to look at the fact that they could really dominate up front with the running. But, again, we got a possession here where it's Gribble back there and Bell's on the sideline. Second down and seven from the 27-yard line, 9.35 to go here in this fourth quarter. One wide to the right, setting up now two to the left, looking is setting up Bullock down the right side, looking for the speedster. It's knocked down. Priestle did a good job knocking it down. He was looking for Mason and didn't get Mason on that one. Mason had it. Now that's the second one that he's dropped today that should really should have been a, a cop ball. He just kind of didn't watch it into his hands. He kind of, both of them, he, he's caught with his body. Jake Priestley makes, makes the play. Maybe it was him getting a hand up that, that distracted him. Uh, on that one, but third down for the Eagles. Third down and seven. Spotted at the 27-yard line. Two wide left and one wide right. Shotgun for Bullock. Sets up now to the right side to Gribble. Inside the 25 to the 20 to the 15. He's out to the 13-yard line and a first down for the Eagles. Hockey fans, the Cyclones will be back on the ice soon. Now it's time to get your full or partial season tickets to lock in the best seats for all the popular Cyclone game promotions. Visit CyclonesHockey.com for schedules and promotions. 9-10 to play here in this fourth quarter. First and 10 for the Eagles. They step at the elder 14-yard line. Two wide receivers left, one to the right side. Shotgun, and again, the quarterback's going to keep it this time. 15-10. He's to the 5, and it ends on for the touchdown. 14-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Casey Bullock. And that is going to be a big hill to climb. It's 16-7 now. The Eagles on top. That was a, a pretty easy one there. Got everybody going left, and he was able to just come out right almost completely untouched until the one-yard line. Jake Priestley slow to come off the field, kind of grabbing at his shoulder. I think he took a little bit of a hit there at the end. So he, he's coming off, uh, and the athletic trainers have come out to or have caught him as he's coming over to the sideline to check on him, and, and we'll see. But, Len, like you said, this – the way that St. Ed's has the ability to control the ball, this now makes this game even even that much tougher. Lavelle will look to add this extra point. And the kick is up, and this one is good. So with 8.54 to go in the fourth quarter, it's St. Edward Eagles 17, and the Elder Panthers 7 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health, head team physician for Elder High School. Every athlete dreams of competing at the highest level, but getting there can be hard and injuries can slow down even the best players. For injuries from the simple to complex, 
Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can provide timely evaluations, treatment plans, and a comprehensive return-to-play program. We are available nearby no matter where you live in the greater Cincinnati area. Mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. Welcome back to Cleveland, Ohio. First Federal Lakewood Stadium, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. And the St. Edward Eagles lead 17-7. A 14-yard touchdown run by the quarterback Bullock. And now this kick is going to be a short one. And it's taken by the Panthers at around the 33-yard line for a fair catch. Panthers uh, get uh, number 23, and that was uh, Luke Paff who will catch it. So next week the Panthers will be taking on the Louisville St. X at the pit, and that is going to be our military and first responder appreciation night. So uh, this week check ehsports.com for more details uh, about the event. But that's uh, the military and first responder uh, appreciation night. we got several things. Uh, uh, planned, you know, the, but that game is is Friday night, seven o'clock start at the pit against Louisville St. X. First and ten at the thirty-four for the Elder Panthers, needing a big drive here. Three wide receivers to the right, and now one to the left. Make that two now as Justin Ray, who's been very quiet today, shotgun for Schuster, looking to throw, steps up, throws it down the field. It's a little short. Luke catches it across the forty-two yard line. Schuster does a nice job getting that ball out as that pocket collapsed on him like bookends. And then Ottenreeb saw that that ball was just floating. Luke made a great sprinting play on that to put the Panthers right there with a second and short. 8.28 to go here in the fourth quarter, 17-7. St. Edwards on top. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Empty backfield for Schuster. He's back at his 38-yard line. Ball spotted at the 43. They get ready for this one on this second down play. Schuster calls out the play, looking to throw. Throws it outside. It's going to be complete to Mark Ottenreeb. 50, 45, right around Lakewood, uh, right around St. Edward's 45-yard line. And uh, Mark Ottenreeb catches that one. Hoding Realty is proud to bring you elder football. The next time you're selling your home looking for a new one, contact these elder grads and Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding. Tim Obermeyer, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding.com, H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. 7.42 to play here in the fourth quarter, 17-7. Eagles on top, two wide receivers to the right for the Panthers at the 47 of St. Ed's. It'll be Schuster, shotgun, looking to throw. Left side, now he's going to go middle. It's going to be Justin Ray inside the 20, right around the 25-yard line is where Justin Ray catches it. The market right around the 27. Justin Ray versus five black St. Edward jerseys. I mean, there were five guys down there, and he makes the play, goes out and makes the catch, run that back to the play before with Mark Artenreeb. You know, his momentum was taking him outside, and he was able to spin back on his defender. It was like a shadow after he made that catch and make that big pickup. So Elder's got two back-to-back big pass plays. Set up with three wide receivers on a first and 10 at the 27-yard line. Shotgun for Schuster. Now to the left side goes Ray along with Carson Brown. Looking left side, now looking right. Now stepping up in the middle, and he's going to be tackled right at the 28-yard line, maybe the 27 back to the line of scrimmage. I don't think that will be considered a sack. It was right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's why getting in again and making a, uh, another good play. But that was the moment where 
Ben Schuster was at that point of do I keep looking downfield or do I run that football? And he waited just a split second too late to make that decision. So they did get him back at the 28. It looked like it was, could have been a 27, but second and 11 from the 28 with 6.20 left here in the fourth quarter. Two wide left. They go out and Raven motion to the right side. Schuster steps back. Here comes the blitz. Throws to the right side. It's complete to Flowers. Flowers inside the 20. Or it's Ottenreeb, rather, at the 15-yard line and a first down for the Panthers. Yeah, Luke Ottenreeb with that the wide receiver just kind of running off, making it a little bit of a bubble screen, so to speak, uh, on the outside. But he did a great job of when he hit the turn, when he hit the end, to get in and actually pick up some yards. He could have been tackled right there, and it would have been a pretty unsuccessful play, but instead he turns that into a huge positive and marches the Panthers down the field. One thing they're going to need to do is get something here because if they do get a kick and get a field goal, they still can put them in the end zone and have the longer field to go. We'll set up a uh, first and 10 at the 17-yard line, two wide left, and now two to the right, setting up Schuster, looking, rolling to his right, throwing complete to Carson Brown at the 17-yard line, and no gain on the play. But what I meant by that, Phil, was that if you get some points here, you get your kicker to try to pin them deep. Yeah, you get them to pin them deep, put them on the 20, and see what you can get. But on that play there, Schuster took that snap, and the only place he was looking was right side. He was looking deep right away. He thought he was going to get Ray on a, on, a, on a double move. But nothing. On the left side, you had Drew Murphy and Luke Flowers running routes, but the helmet never even turned that way. So kind of we're kind of the elders kind of limiting who they're looking at to get the quick hit. Second and 10 from the 17. Schuster looking in the end zone. The throw is complete. It's going to be Brown. He's going to say he's out of bounds. Oh, that, I thought he had his feet in. Yeah, they threw it right up, but the yeah. official is right there, right on top of it. And Carson Brown just not, you know, he's able, obviously using that 6'8 frame, you go one-on-one on the outside. I mean, he can go up and get that ball, but he, he you know, got to run that route in a little bit so you don't get pushed out so much. It'll be a third down and 10 coming up at the 17-yard line. It's it's the Eagles 17, Elder Panthers 7. Panthers had led this one 7 to nothing, and then 7-3 at halftime, and it's been pretty much all Lakewood. It's been all at the St. Edward Eagles. Keep uh, going back to the Lakewood realm. They apparently just known as... St. Edwards now. Two wide receivers to the right side, two to the left. Shotgun on this third down and 10 from the 17-yard line. Schuster back at his 22-yard line looking to throw. It is incomplete. It was knocked down uh, by Cam Drury. He had his hand on it, and it will be fourth down coming up. Now this will be... A 34-yard attempt from here. Well, the play was designed perfectly for Ottenreeb, Mark Ottenreeb to release to the outside and get Drury blitzing, and therefore he would be uncovered when he catches that football and go. But the problem was is Drury's coming so quick and fast that Schuster couldn't get that ball out until he could tip it. So LeMaster's going to have this kick here from the right hash. He's got the wind in his favor, so that's not going to be a problem. But you know, you're still trying to move that football a little bit towards the middle. 4.50 to go on this 4th and 10 from the 17. 34-yard attempt, as Phil mentioned, from the right hash. Ottenreeb to hold. The kick has got the distance, and it is up, and it is no good. It is off to the right side. So with 4.45 to go in this fourth quarter, and that was big not getting that field goal. Yeah, that was that. The kick had the distance in there, but it just, I guess, it, from here, you know, it's hard to tell when you're right yeah. underneath it, so I couldn't tell how close it was. It definitely 
you know, it definitely was a miss, but I couldn't tell if it was real close to the upright or if it was further wide right. So now Elder's defense got to come up with the football. It's not necessarily a situation of, uh, no, of hold them and let them kind of run and punt kind of thing. 4.45 to go. Need to get the football. I mean, three and out's fine too, but football will be great here as you're down two scores. 17-7. to seven. Eagles on top. 4.45 to go in the fourth. From left to right they go. First and ten at the 20-yard line. And the give is to the right side, and it's going to be that man again. A fumble! Here's the ball! And the Panthers have it at the 32, but there's... Was there uh, any flags? No nope. flags. The All Panthers markers. got it. <laughs> Look at that. You funny. said get him the ball. It's funny how sometimes that stuff works. Uh, but it was just one. You know, Bell, great run. Bell bouncing inside and out. But then Elder able to get in, and, and I didn't even get to see. No, it was too quick. Too quick who got their helmet on the ball. Let's see if we can get the replay off the, on the right side. But basically, I mean, it was just such a quick play. Panthers, excellent job. Defense, they got the ball Let's go. We've got to put the ball in the end zone here. Got to, got to turn this into points quick. Third. And then put yeah. them back. Third turnover for the Eagles. Two interceptions and now a fumble. Elder has had one. One wide receiver in Carson Brown to the left side. Shotgun on this first and 10 from the Eagle 31 yard line. Schuster back at his 38, looking to throw left side, and it's incomplete intended for, for Justin Ray. Cliffview Lodge, a part of Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, has 16 individual rooms. Book a single room for just a private getaway or book every room or family reunions, weddings, or even corporate events. Check out the possibilities at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com. 433 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers get a break. They get a, a fumble. They need to capitalize here. Right. And that last play, trying to look downfield. They were looking. The first option was throw the ball to Carson Brown. It wasn't open, so they tried a short dump off the Ray, but the ball was just not in the right spot for him as he tried to turn his body, you know, would have been a short pickup, if any, but still. Second down and 10 from the 31-yard line. Schuster back at his 37. Rolls to his right. Now looks to throw right down the field. It's Ottenreeb complete inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. Luke Ottenreeb gets that one at the 18-yard line. 4.26 remaining and counting here in the fourth. 17-7, Eagles on top. And mark it about the, you know, five yards deep, and then Luke down there, you know, a little past 10, so two options, too. If, if he didn't want to throw that ball to Luke, could have dumped it over there to Mark Ottenreeb and, and make that play. But the Panthers, right now, as that clock ticks to the four-minute mark, need to get this ball in the end zone. First and 10, they spot it at the 19-yard line. Three wide to the left, one to the right side. Schuster looking, going to run it inside the 20 to the 15, and he gets to about the 10-yard line, just maybe just shy of the 10-yard line, but a gain of nine for Ben Schuster, and that's a big play right there. Excellent job finding your lane. I mean, that's what it's all about on those draws. you got to find your lane, and then you got to go at it and commit to it. You know, sometimes if you don't commit to it, it ends up being a disaster. But Schuster with a good pickup, and the Panthers looking at a second and short. Second and short, they've got an empty, they got Luke Flowers in the backfield. They're going to give it to him inside the 10, to the 5, and he's out to the 2-yard line, but it'll be first and goal for the Elder Panthers. With a 324 mark of the fourth quarter, 17-7. This is huge. They can get right back in the ball game. If you're if you're St. Edwards, really, your goal here is is hold them to a field goal. I, I mean, it, obviously, you know, it, it, 
you would want to get a complete stop, but if you can hold them to a field goal, it still makes Elder's efforts that much harder. If you let them put the ball in the end zone, it gives Elder an easier chance to get a short field and kick a field goal to tie the game. Two wide left, two wide right. It's going to be Schuster looking in the end zone. It's Justin Ray. It's a touchdown. Justin Ray with three-yard touchdown from Schuster, and it is 17-13 pending. Excellent job to get that strike across the middle. Two guys kind of running crossing routes, just real shallow right at the front of the end zone. Justin Ray makes the catch, so now Masters comes out to, to kick this one. Mark Ottenreeb to hold on, on this possession here. Greg Carlton on the snap for the Panthers, but this is this is big. Setting up with LeMaster with Ottenreeb to hold on the right side to get this extra point. 17-13, Elder Trails. The kick is up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 2.57 to go in the fourth quarter, it's Eagles 17 and the Elder Panthers 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Well, the Elder Panthers capitalize on a fumble recovery by Henry Summers, and they, they trail 17-14 after a two-yard, three-yard touchdown by Justin Ray from Schuster. So now Lamester will look to try it. It falls off the tee. So we'll have to do this one again, but uh, big touchdown for the Panthers. There's still 2.57 left, and uh, the Panthers... Uh, how many timeouts we're looking I mean, at? Right? Everybody's yeah. got a full yeah. full set of timeouts, yeah. so both teams, you know, able to do what they want to do there. But I think if you're St. Ed's, I think when you, when you get this kick, whether it goes to the end zone, it's probably going to go in the end zone. But if you get it from a 20, I mean, I don't see why. You just don't go back the bell. Just yeah. go back the bell. I know he fumbled the football, but, man, that run was, was huge on that last one. And you got your workhorses up front. I think St. Ed's could – could comfortably make this very tough for the Panthers. If that is a to. short kick. It's going to be Gribble taking it across the 25 to the 30 to the 35-yard line. So better field position now at the 35-yard line. But Gribble does a good job. 251 left. Elder grads Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner, practitioner, and Jacob Lindsay, financial advisor at Morgan Stanley, are currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. 251 left. Here in this fourth quarter, 17-14, St. Edward Eagles leading it. They're going to line up with one wide receiver to the left side. I do not think they're going to throw this football at all here. They're going to run the football. They've got uh, Bell in the backfield setting up his bell. He's going to take it across the 35 to the 40. He's out to the 43-yard line, and just like that, Eight yards on first down. And running that cutback again where they, everybody's going to their right this time. And then as Bell approaches the line, he just goes back off of the left tackles 
you know, rear to come around the end, and he just has a head of steam when he gets there. I mean, he runs so powerful, and that is going to be the problem for the Panthers right here. You know, this is a big one if they can force a third down, but Bell has just been so successful. And at the same time, you start keying in on him, Bullock yeah, takes the ball. Absolutely, and he had the touchdown 14 yards earlier. Second down and two from the 43, 210 remaining in the fourth, 17-14. Eagles on top, one wide left, one wide right. Shotgun. And now the give again. It's going to be Bell. This time they get him backwards and no gain on the play. So that is a third down, as you mentioned, Phil, but a minute 58 to go. Volkerdin and Samari Freeman were the first two on that pile to push back. So Elder is going to take a, a timeout, timeout here. Timeout here, yeah. I didn't see who they signaled. Yeah. I just made double checking, but Elder's going to take that timeout. Tickets to concerts, sports, all events, locally owned and operated, TicketJungle.com. Authentic tickets, secure checkout, email confirmation, and delivery. Uh, the Bengals-Steelers game tomorrow, anything, TicketJungle.com. Bearcats, Buckeyes, Fighting Irish, all professional and college sports. The fan's ultimate source for tickets, TicketJungle.com. Proud supporter of the Prep Sports Radio Network, TicketJungle.com. One fifty-eight left here in the fourth quarter. 17-14. You know, looking back at this game, you look at the Panthers had a 7-0 lead. They got the second interception, and they did not score with the – I'm just looking back at that. That would have been huge yeah, right there. That opportunity to get that on that interception, get two of them and get points for both would have been big. But right now the Panthers have an opportunity, third and short. Yeah. But we know that, that St. Ed's really has had the upper hand on these – but Elder did hold strong late yeah. near the goal line, so this could be that moment. I'd be surprised if they try to run this wide. I would think they'd run it right up the middle. Third and one at the 44-yard line. Setting up is the quarterback, Bullock, and now the fake. He's going to do it himself. He's going to screen it to the tight end across the 50 into Elder territory. And Mail gets the reception, his second one of the game, and that was a big one. Yeah, just a nice play. You saw that develop as he put that ball into Bell's, Bell's stomach and pulled it right out. All of a sudden, here came Mayo on the rollout, and Elder was scrambling to chase him down. Morgan was trying to come up and get to him, but he actually kind of stuttered a little bit on the steps and just wasn't able to get there. That's a big first down for the for the Eagles. First down and 10 at the 46 of Elder. It's the Eagles leading 17-14 with a minute 52 left. It's the quarterback. He's going to give it to Bell. Bell gets it to the 40-yard line, a gain of six. On the play, but Volkerding got him. He's had a good game today. But Elder takes time out here to, to talk things over, try to make sure they use those. Yeah, let's take uh, let's pause 15 seconds for station identification on the Elder Panther Radio Network. This is Deacon Mark Machuga, congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at SacredHeartRadio.com. A minute 46 left here in the fourth quarter. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals in the beautiful Kentucky Red River Gorge have mega 12-bedroom cabins available for big groups of families and only a short two-hour drive from Cincinnati. Check out all the activities and things to do at redrivergorge.com. 17-14, Eagles on top. They have a second and five from the 41 of Elder. Panthers trying to hold here. They're down three. They cannot afford the... Edwards to score here. One wide receiver to the right, one to the left side. Bullock, he's got Bell in the backfield and right behind him. 
And now the give is to Bell inside the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. And he's down at the one-yard line. Right around the one-yard line. He fumbled the football. Oh, wait, fumbled. Elder came oh. up with it. They, they are threw the flags, but they haven't signaled if it's Elder's ball or anything. They did. He fumbled into the end zone on that. So if he is it out of the end zone? If he fumbles yeah, in, out of the end zone. Should be a touchback. touchback yeah. and it should be Elder's ball. Wow. That is huge. He almost scores a touchdown. And meanwhile, we're taking a look. Uh, and that's that. That's Charlie Mormon yeah. goes in and really rips at the football yeah. to break that open. So that's going to be Elder's ball as as Bell saw pay dirt and Elder said no. So Elder's going to get this football at the at at their own 20 with a minute 35 to go and one timeout. Yeah, Cameron Morgan was back there as well on that replay. Yeah, Cameron uh, Morgan yeah. made like the initial yeah. contact, and then Mormon came in late and ripped at it and pulled it out. Panthers with a minute 35. They've got uh, right now first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Two wide receivers right, two to the left side. It's a Schuster looking. He's got time down the field looking for Luke Ottenry, but it's incomplete. He had him. It was just a little bit too far. Yeah, just a little, little too much oomph on that one going downfield but the important thing was uh, at this point in the game too is make sure when you're making those deep passes that they're going to be ones that they're either going to be overthrown or your guys going to catch it don't throw an interception here uh, you know on those so that was the first strike on first down so let's see if the Panthers here try to maybe methodically or not methodically but maybe get a gain here so they're not looking at a third and ten two fumbles in this fourth quarter second down and ten from the 20 yard line 17-14 St. Ed's on top. The Panthers have a second and 10 at the 20. Now looking at Schuster back to throw. Steps up in the pocket and is sacked at the 18-yard line. And that was a big play by number 47 of the Eagles. He goes in, and that's Michael Kilbane gets the sack. Yeah, Michael Kilbane just came off of his block. I mean, that's only his third sack of the season. And so the Panthers take their final time out here as they're looking at what they didn't want to look at, which is a third and long. Third and long with a minute 19 to go. Now, just a two-hour drive away is the beautiful Kentucky Red River Gorge. And visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals to plan your perfect getaway. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals has almost every imaginable accommodations, cabins, campgrounds, a resort lodge, and much more. Visit RedRiverGorgeCabinRentals.com. A minute 19 to go. Panthers will have a third down and 11 after the timeout at the 19-yard line. They need to get a first down here. Absolutely need to pick up, get to the sticks here, or at least get it a fourth and short so you can get. So everything's got to be focused at that 30-yard line. you got to make sure as a receiver, as a runner, you know where it is. I mean, that that's right now is, is probably what they're talking about in that timeout. It's just everybody's got to know where we need to get to right now. We don't need to get to the end zone on this one take it if it, there's a breakaway but you know you got to fight to that 30 and at the same time too if you're near the sideline and, and it looks like you're going to be in back go ahead you can slide out because the panthers have no timeouts left so that conversation happened too is be aware of the sideline and use it five wide receivers for the panthers three left two right they go Otten reeb in motion shotgun it's Schuster stepping up he's got the blitz he feels it and he's sacked back at the 17 yard line and again, a couple of players uh, by the Eagles, and including number 47 again, yeah. Michael Kilbane. Kilbane just came in on the outside, really pinned his ears back, 
and, get, and was able to flush, make Schuster step up into the pocket, but why Gideon was the one who actually ended that sack. Fourth and 12 at the 18. The Elder Panthers need to get a first down here. Two wide receivers to the right, setting up. It's Schuster looking, looking down the field. He has Brown is complete. Oh, he dropped it. What a breakup. It, it, it was a great breakup. Brown had it, and it got knocked out, and that is it. Johnny Hutton makes a great play and breaks that one up. Carson Brown, I mean, that would have been the football game right there. A great, great pickup for the first down if he could have gotten there, but that's a football game. I mean, yeah. that's it. 40 seconds ago, St. Ed's is going to take a timeout here, here to talk a little bit longer than the, the break of possession. We'll take a quick timeout with a 17-14 score. St. Ed's on top. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. First and 10 for the Eagles, and they just have to take a knee here at the 18-yard line, and they do with 40 seconds to go. But a great ball game. You know, the Panthers come on the bus. They, they play a great game today. You know, a couple of... Uh, breaks go either way, but two fumble recoveries at the end for the Panthers. They had two interceptions. Uh, really, t- uh, just an excellent football game. 17-14. Lakewood, uh, St. Ed's going to win this game, but no, you know, you look at this as a as a loss, three and one now, but not uh, the, the type of loss that's going to be a big deal. Yeah, fantastic game by the Panthers. Really keep fighting all the way to the end, and I mean that's one thing you could have at any point. When St. Ed's looked like they were taking this football game over, they could have bowed out and they could have stepped away, but Elder kept fighting. So they're going to be able to look at this film and, and see what they did well, you know, moving into a, not a very easy schedule. Now, Louisville St. X next week, St. X the following week. So oh, yeah. it's just going to keep getting tougher. So this is a nice lead into that. And the Panthers, I think, played a great football game, only to come up a little bit short here up in Lakewood. All right, 17-14 is your final. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore, plus lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded Certified Service Center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800. On the web at hoding.com. 
With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Well, the Cooper Electric star of the game is Charlie Mormon, who had a fumble recovery and an interception today. Uh, the Panthers, you know, they did exactly what they needed to do. They kept it low scoring. They were in it to the end. Uh, a couple of breaks go their way. They could have won this one, but 17-14, they fall here in Cleveland. Uh, but looking back, uh, not a bad game at all. Charlie Mormon had a great game, you know, got, got turnover early and then forced the, the big turnover at the end that kind of gave Elder their last second, their chance, you know, to get it. So and a guy that's just been fighting and fighting and fighting and doing doing good things for this defense. And so that's, you know, a great side to it with Charlie Mormon. But the other side of this yeah. is there were a lot of opportunities for the Panthers. Yes. And these are the opportunities they got they got really got to tie up and get ready as they go into this tough schedule like we mentioned beforehand. And this was a big game. And if the Panthers want to make a run upstate again, that this is the team they're going to see. This is the type of team. So they got to know that you have to execute when you get those little opportunities because that those are the difference in a football game. Yeah, the uh, Panthers get an interception by Volkerding to lead to their first score uh, on a 40-yard drive. It was Luke Flowers, an eight-yard touchdown run. Then uh, – this is where the kind of uh, the, it turned a little bit as uh, Mormon got an interception. The Panthers had a first and goal at the eight-yard line, then couldn't capitalize on a fourth down. They fumbled the football, third down rather. They fumbled the football, and Luke Flowers did. So it was seven nothing Elder, and then it was St. Ed's getting a 29-yard field goal. That's where we left at halftime at seven to three. Then in the third quarter, an eight-yard touchdown run by Bell made it ten to seven. A 45-yard drive capped off there. A 14-yard run later in the fourth quarter made it 17-7, to and you would have thought at that point it was over. You asked them to get you the ball, Phil. They got you the ball, a fumble recovery, and the Elder Panthers score. Uh, Justin Ray, a three-yard touchdown catch. Uh, that made it 17-14 to with 2.57 left. And then another fumble recovery after the ball was fumbled out of the end zone. Uh, as you know, you look at the... Their best running back had two big fumbles at the end of end of the game. Marvin Bell, he fumbled it out of the end zone. It was Mormon recovering it, but the Elder Panthers couldn't capitalize, and it ends 17-14. to 14. So that is all I have. What about you? One of, any last? Uh... Just got to keep getting better. Got to tie it all up because this is one of those games that when you go back and watch the film, you're going to be frustrated as a player of just little things. But that should – increase your focus it should increase your focus to want to go out and make those plays every week so that you go and beat teams like this in these close games and that that'll be the red the story of the rest of their season is they'll they'll make those plays moving forward absolutely well I uh, hope you enjoyed this Saturday afternoon edition of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Thanks to Paul Lockman back at the studio. Uh, also, Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, and Tom Kenny will welcome you back next week. Thanks for all you do. Once again, the final score, it's uh, the Eagles 17, Elder Panthers 14. Next week we are back on again Friday night as Elder comes back home for a matchup with Louisville St. Xavier with a 7 p.m. kickoff, 6.30 with the pregame show with the guys. For Phil Bengel, 
I'm Len Harvey. So long from First Federal Lakewood Stadium. You've been listening to Elder Panther football, the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long from Cleveland. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg and by Brosart Pharmacy, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com, the Urology Group, Roosters Restaurant, Joseph Toyota on Colerain, Hoving Realtors, Fuller Information Technology, Coldwell Banker, Bronze Roost, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Cooper Electric, Red Team at Morgan Stanley, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Cincinnati Cyclones Hockey, TicketJungle.com, and Skyline Chili. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.